I don't know how I feel about that. Little little toast for the little toast, little pink Whitney. Welcome to episode four, folks. Episode four of the True Story Bro podcast. Another epi, boys. Like I said, we're drinking some pink Whitney um, as we were prepping for tonight's show. So I'm feeling a little good. Happy Leap Day. Leap Day. And uh, for all you 30 year olds, I'm glad you're enjoying your eighth birthday. I'm 29. Well, I'm just, I don't even think that's the right math anyway, so just something a little funny to start off with. Like, I remember every day, every four years, this date pops up. I just remember vividly this one year I'm watching a Flyers game. We have Simone Gagne. This is like early 2000s, and they they brought it up. They're like, oh, happy eighth birthday, Simone Gagne, who turns eight today because he was born on leap year. And it was just a stupid, funny thing that I remember from when I was a kid. Yeah, I was telling uh, Tia this morning that I don't think I would enjoy being born on a leap year <laughs> because it would bother me that um, I only have a real, like, a true birthday every four years. Can you imagine the, the like, actual sons of bitches that actually would not give you a birthday, like, yeah. party on your birthday well, because it only happens every four years? No, you don't have a day today. Yeah. You don't have a day this year. And I'm thinking, like, like OCD people <laughs> might be like, it's not my birthday. My birthday's the 29th. <laughs> Do you think do you think OCD people have a problem that uh, like if they're evens people, that they're born on the 29th of February and that they only exist every four years? I know they have like an existential crisis. They like trip balls all day long, <laughs> just to you know get through the day. They might, man. It would drive me crazy. I know that. That's why I'm glad I was. And the thing is, I the reason I thought about it is I was born on the 29th. Can you imagine? So like I was born on August 29th. So I was thinking like if I was born on February 29th. I'd hate everything more than I already do. <laughs> I would hate hearing that shit like every four years. Oh, happy eighth birthday. Yeah. Oh, you're almost a teen. Someone's 16. Yeah, like, right. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> it's going to be old after a while. For real. Or like, hey, happy birthday. Oh, wait, you don't have a birthday this year. That's right. That's right. Did we you s- skip you this year. <laughs> you see, there was a, I forget where it was, there was a hospital and every baby that was born today, they were dressing them up in frog onesies. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I, that's thought pretty that, cool. I thought that was cool. Something a little special for them because they won't have a birthday every year. Yeah, yeah. got to give back to the babies who won't have a birthday every year. It sucks to be them. But Okay, enough leap year talk. No, no, no. No? Not done yet. Well, the Pink Whitney. Oh, what this about Pink Whitney? Discounted Pink Whitney discounted because of today. This is bottom shelf Pink, Wh- Pink Whitney. Mm. It's like middle shelf. Middle shelf. Priced as a bottom shelf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're having discounted Pink Whitney. Mm. Thanks to Fine Wine and Good Spirits. I'm all hopped up on Pink Whitney. Well, and thanks to my employer who got the... Uh, this episode's going to be tough. I won a gift card because of them. So what, I just... What'd you win basically the, free. What'd you win it for? Being an employee. <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks. Wait a second. Wait a second. You Your company... You won a gift card for being employed. for just being an employee. Yeah, it's pretty cool what they do. So like our 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 company uh, picnic is is uh, at the amusement park Dorney, right? Okay. So you're every year given like a packet of tickets and stuff, and so they you get uh, you get like a a uh, entry to the grand drawings that they do. Sure. So like it's almost like 
400 people, 500 people, maybe more than that, get uh, you know, chance to win a gift card. It's like 20, it could range from basic gift cards like 25 to 50 bucks and you have a chance to win out of eight, like 8,000 employees. But and still, you won. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever won. Oh, cool. It's been five years, and I won on the fifth year. Wow. Right? Better late so, than never. Well, hey, and I won 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks I didn't have, and I it was to a liquor store. And I'm it, like, So oh, it, was, it was a gift card to Fine Wine and Spirits? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Each, each gift card is different. Like, they have maybe 20 of this that they hand out, 50 gift, $50 gift cards, yeah. 20 of Chick-fil-A, you know, $50 to Walmart, $100 of Walmart, stuff like that. Well, hats off to your employer. Yeah, thanks for the free booze. That was excellent of them. Right? They're a great employer. That's kind of uh, counterintuitive, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think they would really. At the end of the day, I think Here's they... Here's $53 to get yourself some liquor. They, I think Because they w- working here sucks. I think, no. <laughs> I think they'd want you to... No, I don't think it sucks. I think they want you to, to drink responsibly and not on the job. All right, Dos Equis. Those are... John, John Taffer. Stay busy, my friends. <laughs> stay thirsty, my friends. No, that's what your employer was. Oh, say. my employer was a busy. Yeah. <laughs> stay busy, my friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so yeah, leap year, drinking pink Whitney. Yep. How about that goofy Too ass intro we Whitney. just had? Well, what about it? How about that like time warp we just went through? I feel like I should be in Rocky Hard, like dancing around the freaking foyer I dance would, hall. I'm, I'm experimenting with effects to change our intro a little bit. And the wah, 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 wah. Yeah, it definitely needed something different. That's the one effect that I found <laughs> that I really liked. And Jeremy <laughs> doesn't have a say in that, so I made it that way. That is true. <laughs> I don't because you have it on your laptop. Jeremy's supposed to be running our Twitter, and he's not. I kind of am. <laughs> you know what you should do? I just changed it, by the way. You know what you should do, though? Make sure, if you're going to run the Twitter, make sure that whenever we put up a new episode, you... I always repost it. Oh, you do? Obviously, you're not checking it. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't. Lo- I. It's a shared Twitter, bro. Oh, that's right. I can check it out. You dumbass! It's a shared <laughs> Twitter. You have the logins written down in your book somewhere. I don't go on Twitter. Except it now the handle. The, I changed the handle because yeah. it was giving me fits when I first made it up. Right. So now. So it, it was at at right. No, 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 no. Billy's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Billy, if you're listening, it was not a second at. There was not two ats in our name. <laughs> We're not going to make it through this. <laughs> All right, sorry. Keep going. Well, he was saying that there was two ats. I had it with two ats, and that's how he found it. Well, one, that's a lie because there wasn't a second at. So I don't know what you were doing, bro. Bro. <laughs> Fake story, bro. Fake news, bro. So, uh, no, so I changed it to, you know, at True Story Pod. And that's what it is. Okay, There's cool. nothing different about it. Like, there's no gimmick in the middle of it just to make it. For some reason, it wouldn't let me do it when I first signed up. Oh, okay, cool. So now and I went back now to it's... check it out, and it allowed me to do it. So I was like, fuck it. We're going to yeah. leave it. Fuck it. Let's fuck change it. it. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. Seriously, ever since I did it last week, I want to do it every episode. <laughs> oh, shit. By the way, I didn't get my State Classy San Diego in. You cut it off before I got to do it. I, I did that on purpose. So this is a continuation of episode three. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> I keep telling Jeremy he should not be saying that. He should come up with his own sign-off and be done with it. Toodaloo, kangaroo. Toodaloo, We went through all this already. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm not that clever. I mean, I'm just funny in the moment. Well, why don't you let me handle the goodbyes? Because I know what to say. Then why haven't we said it in three weeks? I 
tried to. You keep yeah, you lie. <laughs> you keep bursting in with toodaloo you kangaroo lie. and stay classy. Someone's got to do something. I'm handling the goodbyes. If you're listening, um, if hopefully you're, it's better than me handling our Facebook. If you <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast so far, Jeremy and I are having our first argument. <laughs> and when I mention our Facebook, it's because it doesn't exist because I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> I locked, I I made a personal mm. Facebook instead of a business. Today's the twenty ninth. We're at leap year. I think I have, um, I think eleven days or twelve days until I can get in. To the Facebook? Yeah. Mm. We'll, we'll have to put a countdown on the Twitter. <laughs> until we can, 10 days until we get a Twitter, nine day, or a Facebook, nine days till we get a Facebook. So here's a segue. You're talking about countdowns. How about the count up? The count up to what? How many batters are getting hit by the Astros? Oh, what are How we at? How many Astro batters? What are we at? Seven. Now? We're stuck on seven. We've plateaued for like a week. Seven. It's in, frustrating. In how many games? I think it's been a week and a half, two weeks now. So how many games? There were seven. There was seven within the first four games, though. Okay, okay. So that was that was a lot. That's a lot. But then it tailed off for like a week. Well, you know what? I think teams are obviously going to be privy to this, so I think they're probably going to be like, "Hey, man, we've beamed everyone in their starting lineup, and half of them weren't even on the team." (laughs) Right. (laughs) Altuve got plunked though. That was everybody laughed at that one. Let's take a couple games off, and then we'll start hitting them again. (laughs) Altuve got plunked. It wasn't bad. But no, it was in the like the lower back, right? No, no, it like grazed his elbow. Ah, grazed it. Like okay. it deflected. It didn't even like. Yeah, it didn't catch a good piece of him. Wow. He was wily. Yeah, he got out of there a little bit. <laughs> they're dude. They're gonna be facing that all year. Good. They're good for them. Lot, they're in a lot of trouble. That's their own fault. They made it. No one, nobody is going to let that go. Nobody feels sorry for them either if they get hit. No. Well, unless they get hit in the head, that's a little far. Yeah, and I think I said that to somebody on. I think I said that to you on Facebook. I said I don't think that it'd be prudent to be throwing fastballs at people's heads, no matter what they did. No, no, no. But no. at the same time, if you want to plunk someone in the shoulder or the thigh, well, or even in the shoulder, that's like right. What What's the song? What? The neck bones attached to the. Oh, I haven't heard that song in years. It's right near the head, dude. I wouldn't even go near the shoulder. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nope. Lower back. Lower back. Lower back, thighs, hips, all open game. Lower back, spinal. Spinal. My back is broken. (laughs) Such a great video. Was he high during that, by the way, Tyson? Probably. He had to have been. What's the way he's like? I mean, I don't think so because he's such a crisp fighter. He really takes the fighting seriously. You've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. That meme where he's like, it's like me trying to call off work. It's spinal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a good one Jesus Christ Alright <clears throat> Okay Enough uh, dilly daddling around Let's get down to the nitty gritty here uh, Alright we gotta get rid of this coronavirus Let's get into the business Oh coronavirus is ramping up um, Actually it, It's not really ramping up in the US I mean it, we have some spot cases here and there It's just the flu <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking reach across the table no, And choke the shit out of you I mean nobody cares about it It's just the flu <laughs> It's just the flu um, 86,991 cases. We don't, we don't have a vaccine or nothing. Um, so we have total cases, 86,991. And as of... This is worldwide? This is worldwide. Worldwide, right? Yep. Okay, and this as is of, not in America, so don't is, go running out sorry, getting yeah. all the eggs and milk and, and yeah. bread because I kind of want to have breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, this is Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is worldwide. Um, and we have 2,978 total deaths mm. worldwide, including today... The first death in the United States. 
Which was not a woman. Which apparently was not a woman. Is what you told me when I first came here, right? right? Because the last update I heard from Trump this afternoon was that it was a woman. She was a very lovely woman, and we were very (laughs) sad to lose such a great woman, and she will be missed. And then I come here and you say, yeah, the CDC effed that up. Yeah, apparently they misinformed on who it was. It was not a woman. The CDC. The CDC did. Got the sex of the person who died wrong. Yeah. So, I mean. That's usually... Well, I know what righties are thinking. Well, you can never know these days. <laughs> hey, it's, it's 2020. We're not going to judge. Maybe they, the person who died of coronavirus identified as a woman. Yeah, that is true. Uh, those jokes, those jokes. Some of yeah. them are actually kind of, I laugh. Well, every once in a while, one of them comes across that is like, eh, you know what, that's actually pretty funny. Like, I See, la- I, I, I'm, I, I laugh about like the Caitlyn Jenner stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, because that, that stuff's pretty funny. Being a, a fan of comedy and stand up and stuff, I, I usually find the funny mm-hmm. in a lot of the things that are said. Most things, yeah. Unless it's too soon. Mm-hmm. I find it depends on what it is. But uh, no, I, yeah, that, that's all fair game to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm totally. It's okay. meant to be offensive. Yeah. I mean, to be funny. The transgender thing is like, look, I'm not, I don't judge people. Mm-hmm. And I support people, whatever life they yeah, want to live, yeah. whatever body they want to be but in. Now I'm all for it, but I'm also, I also reserve the right to go ahead and make a joke about yeah, it. Yeah, now you're fair game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and welcome and, to life. Because here's the thing: I'm a straight white male. I'm the butt of literally every jokes. everybody's jokes now. And you know what? The truth is, is that we deserve most of them. Mm. We deserve a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. You just have to laugh. Yeah, dude. Um, just like I, I will, I will never stop making gay jokes mm. because gay jokes are—they can be some. It's funny. Yeah. End of story. It's funny. Yeah. Do I care if you're gay? No, but it's funny. So to your point, yeah, it's funny. Is funny. Yeah, funny is funny. <clears throat> and that's all that matters. Exactly. So, so, um, so we had our first death. Yep. Sadly, um, rest in peace. And in an area that I don't think it was reported that. We knew we had a case up there. No. Um, that kind of just came out of the blue, I feel. What's it called? Community transmission? That's what they call the chick from, uh, the lady from uh, California. Oh, San Francisco, right. Yeah. The, she, the she had just stewardess. Come from, she just came from South or Korea, flight right? attendant, whatever they're called nowadays. So I know that's a big hubbub. Plane, I'm, not, I'm not a stewardess. Pl- plane assistant? I don't know what their like, official yeah. title I mean, I think I think it's just flight attendant okay. now. Can't call them stewardess. Or really? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a thing. Wow, pretty sure. Well, some people, I mean, back because that used to be a widely like used term, yeah. stewardess. Like back in the day, like we're a steward. People used to treat them like meat. Well, yeah. So like they'd just be. It like, was like Mad Men on an air tube. You yeah, know they'd I mean? be flying like, through the air, walking up and down the aisle, <laughs> and the guy was a business. They're smoking. They're yeah. drinking bourbon. They're in a three piece suit and yeah. they're pinching their ass. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> this is terrible. Would you like some more peanuts? And then they just grab a handful of stewardess butt cheek. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that's. I'll that's, take whatever you got in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's on point tonight. <laughs> it's the Pink Whitney. It's the Pink Whitney. Loosened, Sh- loosened up. Shout out Pink Whitney. Shout out at Pink Whitney. Okay, you didn't have to do that. No, I did have to do that. Mm-hmm. The people, I want to make sure they know we're actually drinking it. You can hear the glass do with I, the ice cubes hitting it. Do you hear the... Yes. You, you know what that, that sounds like? That sounds like that one iTunes ringtone. Oh, the it's usually like an alarm. Yeah. The, yeah, the alarm. Is that your phone going off? I don't... No, that's my glass. No, that's my glass. <laughs> okay, you sound like <laughs> Will Ferrell now. Um, so anyways, coronavirus... 
just ramping up now. Yeah, it's, uh, we're it's, starting to see some cases. I believe in California, California they're monitoring 8,400 people because of this mm-hmm. um, flight attendant who got it, and they're assuming it's through. Uh, how, how did you? What uh, is com- it? Community communal, transmission. Communal transmission, which means she didn't have any known contact with anybody from China, right? Or any of the other countries that are affected. So, stock market took a huge hit this week. Once again. I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, those of you who have 401ks, mine took a pretty nice hit. Um, uh, about 4,000 points. It was about 13, 12, 13%, which 10% is um, 10% is correction territory, which means that the I guess the market is in a, a inflated point. So when you see a large drop in a short amount of time, it's just the market correcting itself to what it should be right. at. Um, this is not correction status though. It's weird because it's, it might be overinflated, but also we have a huge issue on our hands worldwide and it's affecting global markets. So China had a bunch of, uh, we talked about this before China manufacturing had a lot of shutdowns and extended, uh, new year's holidays. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, uh, that has now grown over to Europe a bit with Italy. Italy shut down their borders. We shut down our borders. Italy, I believe Italy and Iran. Iran's the, huge, the yeah. Two South Korea now, now is starting to... The South Korea's picking up. Well, did you... I don't know if it was true or not. Did you see that the Pope... Yeah, he got sick. He got he's sick. Not, he's not coronavirus sick. Okay, good. No, they just said he got sick because... And well, we could, so he said he was sick, but he still, he still kept, like, shaking hands and kissing hands, like, getting his hand kissed and shit. Yeah. The, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah. Good for well, him. He, he stopped eventually because, yeah, Jeez. I mean, because that's a smart thing to do. No pun intended, but Jesus Christ. Also, by the way, Iran, they're, I heard it was like their second or third in charge. Some of their yep. top like diplomats have the, the coronavirus. Well, so basically, I forget his name, but he would be like um, kind of like the vice president over there. Well, that he, was like Soleimani. This guy's like up there too, though. Yeah, that's he's what. In, yeah. He's in the same. They probably have many vice presidents. He's in the same realm yeah, of yeah. importance. Yeah, he contracted a few of them. Yeah, he contracted like top aids and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, I mean not that I feel bad I guess, for some of those people. I guess that's a good thing. They're terrorists. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a good thing. This is a biochemical war that we didn't even have a hand in, apparently. So, good job, deep state. Go China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go China. <laughs> go China. Go. The coronavirus. Yeah, so I know uh, Congress is, um, I guess, going back and forth with Trump on funding. Um, I know the Trump administration wanted one to two billion dollars, and Chuck Schumer came out and just like really jacked it. He's like, "I want eight point seven. <laughs> and it's just like, Phew. well, hold on a second. How do you even get to eight point seven? Well, I'm sure somewhere in there, there's a provision for cheesecake. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> We gotta have nine grand for cheesecake over the next seven years, please. Yeah. So if he's asking for eight point seven billion dollars, cheesecake must be involved. At least five percent of that. Yeah. 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 Cheesecake for everybody. Which you know what? Good for you, Chuck. Would be a nice going out like uh, dish to have a little dessert. If you're yeah. gonna die on your deathbed, you get a little slice of cheesecake. If you so got good. If you got the coronavirus, and it's not going well. <laughs> What would you rather eat as your last meal? Than not, nice, not fucking hospital jello. Than I'll tell a, you that. Than a nice cheesecake courtesy of, <laughs> of Chuck Schumer. 
little little uh, blue speckles of uh, <laughs> blue glitter. Mm. Democrat or cheesecake, or <clears throat> you could do what was suggested to me tonight and use colloidal silver. Oh my god! To treat the coronavirus. Does, jo- does that Josh listen to this podcast? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> No, he might. I don't know. I mean, I, I like oh all. My I, God. Look, I like all of our listeners, but some people suggest some dumb shit to me. That that was hilarious. I'm not ingesting silver. It's so funny though. He come, he says that on Facebook, and I saw the comment, and I replied back, and I was like, bro, I think the CDC needs to know this stat. <laughs> I like, hope I, he, like if you know it and you're not sharing it, does that mean you're complicit? You're, you're complicit in this. You're letting people you're part die. of the deep state. You're letting people die. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't answer back. I'm a little disappointed in that. No. Well, see, once he ends a conversation on Facebook, no matter how wrong it's he done. is, he, it's <laughs> he doesn't done. come back. Yeah. <laughs> he just he doesn't touch on it anymore. But, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so Mexico now has it as well. You know, you know what else Mexico has? Oh, what? A true story, bro. Podcast listener. Oh, do we? One. It's probably the coronavirus guy. Probably. It's He's pay- probably getting his updates through us. Honestly. And we're a week late. It's probably. Bro, pay- stop. Turn us off. I, listen to us later. It's, it's probably. <laughs> turn on your local news. It's probably patient zero. Ooh, patient zero of Mexico listening to our podcast. Can you believe that? No, but we are. We're, How shitty do you think that is? Like, we go from, like, one week to the next, and he's only relying on our podcast. And we're, like, first episode's like, uh, there's only, like, you know. 50,000 people affected in China. It's only in China. Don't worry. It's not in America. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, he gets it. And what the fuck? And then next, yeah. And then <laughs> in between, we're talking about um, the toilets at Chicago O'Hare and you being a kicker in high school. <laughs> and he's like, what does this have to do with he's the like, disease is, that I have? He's like, this is exciting stuff. And then all of a sudden, he's like, wait, I get my news from those guys. Why didn't they tell me it was in North America yet? Um, but yeah, so I figured I would just put that in there while... While I thought of, while, while cool. I was thinking of it, so we're downloaded in Mexico, and we're also downloaded in Canada. Yeah, I did see. That we have in one in Ontario. Ontario. Um, so that's cool. More of a Quebec guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then of course we have a couple in California. Oregon. You know what? Our California. Po- our podcast is spreading like the coronavirus. It's not linked. It's not linked. CDC. Don't worry about oh it. Oh my God! Don't leave us alone. What if we are the coronavirus? We're not the coronavirus. Okay, I'm not worried about it then. Because then I would just get the Lysol. Oh, by the way. If Jeremy said by we're the not, way, then we're not. Let me just clear this up for you people who think that the United States has known about this virus this whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just because it's on the back of a goddamn Lysol bottle doesn't mean it's the exact same strand. Please do not, <laughs> do not spread that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's human coronavirus. You know what? Look behind you. There's some Clorox disinfecting wipes right there. I bet you that might have Corona on the back of it. So I I got forwarded some stuff that's like, oh, America knew all about this. Yeah, right here, number one. The first thing it says, human coronavirus, influenza, A2 virus. There we go. That's a specific strand, just like human coronavirus. Right. Human coronavirus is a specific strand. Yeah, this is COVID-19. This is a brand new strand. I don't know what the COVID number was for the human coronavirus, but... This one's not called human coronavirus. No, this one is basically this one is more akin to SARS. Is it? Yes. I didn't. I didn't. Know yeah. That. It's it's more akin to SARS. Well, um, SARS killed less people. So is this worse than SARS? It's apparently. It is. Apparently, it's like a SARS on steroids. Mm. That's not good because steroids aren't good either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to make a mental note. What time is it? Is tw- so we're 24 minutes in, and we will not drink next week <laughs> during what? the podcast. No, this is this is fine. What's, what's wrong with this? I'm feeling loose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so still, Lysol, yes, I'm, it could. It has a 99. Point, what? What is it? 99.3 percent chance. I it's not 99.9, is it? I don't know. I forget. It's some weird. I thought it was a weird number. I'm, so honest, it, it will. I'm, it will not kill. It will not kill the the coronavirus that's going around now. It'll only kill the human coronavirus. The only thing that will kill the coronavirus is go to your fridge and dump every corona you have into the <laughs> no, sink. No, what's the, what's the silver shit that Josh said? Oh yeah, uh, colloidal silver. Colloidal. Colloidal silver. silver? I've re- I think I'm How pronouncing it right. How can you even get that? Where where do you get that at? You can get it over. The, you can get it off the shelf at the pharmacy. It's, I mean, it's that's literally so funny. at the pharmacy. Why, why does he think that's the cure? <laughs> I don't And know. it's not all over the news telling people, listen, go stock up on colloidal, colloidal silver. <laughs> and you got no worries, pal. Could you just imagine like he's just like sitting at home do- <laughs> dosing himself <laughs> regularly with silver like before he like leaves for work? Yeah. Brush my teeth. I wonder, brush my hair. I wonder what the side effects are to having too much of it in your system. You turn like, like you turn like you turn green. blue, blue. Yeah, you turn blue. You get like you a turn blue. Yeah, you get like a. It's called um. I fr- it starts with an A. Violet. You turn it violet. Violet. Yeah. You turn uh, <laughs> the word starts with an A. I forget what it is, but you literally get like a bluish hue to your skin. That's it, crazy. It will not go away. It's irreversible. It's irreversible. It's irreversible. All right, now we got to put a cautionary status out here on our podcast. Do not buy colloidal <laughs> silver yeah. and do not dose yourself with it. Go talk to your doctor if you feel like you're getting sick. Yeah, go to the doctor. Please, because I've been around sick people and all week hacking their fucking lungs up and not covering their mouths, and you're just sitting there going, what if she has it? We're all fucked, this whole office. So for what If it's, you're sick, stay home. Yeah, for what it's worth, um, as far as we know, the best preventative measures for... Uh, not transmitting this stuff is kill yourself. <laughs> I'm serious because most people don't have common sense, and you're just going to cough on everybody, and it's just going to turn into something worse. Look what happened to China, for Christ's sake! No, it's I'm not, joking. It's don't not, kill yourself. It's not kill yourself. It's simply do the same thing that you would do. Is you know normally is keep your ass home. Keep your ass home. Wash your hands. Orange et cetera, juice, et Orange keep that, juice. Keep that uh, vitamin C up. Yeah, the vitamin C, <clears throat> all that good stuff. That's your preventative measures. If it gets really bad, which it is, you know, it it is getting really bad in a certain number of people, um, then, of course, you need to go to the doctor. But. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's nothing to apparently worry about, but it, there's, it's, yeah, I'm t- there's a lot of people worried about. <laughs> like, like, seriously, he said, so I watched his uh, Trump's, you know, press conference this afternoon and oh, is that what it was yeah it was he was watching he was he had a presser this afternoon again happy um, t- happy time fun hour it was to talk about the lady that died in washington or the guy sorry guy see <laughs> cdc you fucking Yo, idiots. hold on let me double check right now before while we're live on the air um, are you sure like <clears throat> to make sure no i know this <clears throat> excuse me i know the cdc got it wrong okay i just want to make sure that um um, that it, th- what the exact story was. Mike has a hard time doing two things at once. So when you ask him to pat his head and <laughs> rub his belly, it doesn't go well. He pokes himself in the eye. Yeah. So 
it is something to worry about. There's a lot of people out there buying masks, and I think um, even the one guy that uh, apparently was said to have been muzzled this past week, who he got up to the podium and even said, listen, I'm not muzzled. We had um, scheduled TV spots that I just, it was decided when, you know, Mike Pence took over the, I guess for uh, overseeing the, you know, the, the react, the, um, I guess our, our government actions to the coronavirus hitting America. He said, the masks will not help you. Yeah. Um, don't run out and buy don't a mask. go buy masks because you're only going to put a, a strain on those who actually need those masks yeah. because manufacturers will not be able to keep up with production. What is this? Read it to me. So this says, um, I was looking for what, the article about the CDC getting the, the first patient wrong. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> Did I see Illinois? The first thing I stumbled across, breaking news, a patient in Illinois has tested positive for the coronavirus. Getting closer to PA. Not liking it. Mm. That took a that skipped a lot of real estate, right? California to Illinois. Well, could, we fly a lot as a country. It couldn't make a stop in Colorado or something. Yeah, right. Um, do we have any listeners in Illinois? Not yet. Yeah, one. We, fuck, man. We See, this is one. it's the coronavirus. Jesus Christ, this is weird. We're linked. Okay, here it is. CDC ero- erroneously identified first patient to die from coronavirus as female. So the CDC. Uh, Center for Disease Control said the CDC erroneously identified the patient as a female in a briefing earlier today with the president and vice president. The director, Robert Redfield, said in a tweet, um, the tweet came after Washington Governor Jay Inslee announced that the first death in the United States from the coronavirus. Hmm. At his news conference, President Trump described the victim as a woman in her late 30s. Late 30s? Or sorry, late 50s. I was going to say, I thought she was late 50s. Sorry, Washington state officials later described the person as a man in his 50s with underlying health conditions. And that's typically what they're saying. Right. The people that are affected by this uh, the most are the ones with health issues. Elderly people with health issues, respiratory mostly. Um, so they also said, what I, what, which I don't understand, that it is more than likely the case that you get it and then you won't retract it once it's eradicated from your system. That's not always the case because there were a few in Asia that picked it back up. So I think it was Japan I saw that. And a dog got it too. Yeah, dogs can get it. That was so funny. I was listening. I can't remember. Well, originally... I was listening to a Barstool podcast and they were like, and someone, some listener, they were making fun of this one uh, listener who wrote in, you know, can dogs get it? And they made fun of this person. Ah, oh, yeah, fucking Fido can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. This is, and then all of a sudden it comes down a couple of days after I listen to this podcast that yeah, yeah, dogs can get it. And it. I hope they apologized. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, this is the the BNN. It's like Barstool News Network or whatever. Yeah. Podcast they do like a half an hour a day. Oof. Shout out Barstool News Network. Jeremy, Jeremy wants to be on there. They're pretty cool. They're funny. They're mostly right-wingers, and I think one guy is in the middle. Mm. So they kind of – it's funny because they kind of make fun of that one guy. They pick on him. Because <laughs> he's a Bernie Sanders fan. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. And they're funny because they're like a right-wing like news – or a right-wing business, right? Sure, sure. And they have this the, – the one guy that's one of the hosts is, is, a, is a big Bernie guy. He must be a damn good host then. He's good. For them he's to, funny. For them to put up with well, him. Well, he doesn't – he's not like super far left or anything like that. He makes fun of people just as much as those other oh, guys Oh, okay. Do. Yeah, yeah. It's still funny though. Everybody deserves free, free everything. Healthcare. 
free health care, <laughs> free education, <laughs> and I'm not a communist. Under under that's, my, a, that's a cheap shot. Under my plan, <laughs> even the despicable Donald <laughs> Trump <laughs> will have health care. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. <laughs> uh, I love Bernie. Bernie's a trip. Who's the Who's the dude that does him on SNL? Um, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, uh, Larry David. Larry David does a great Bernie <laughs> well, because La- he basically sounds like Bernie. Larry David is like the same person. As yeah, really, he really, he's just Sanders. skinnier and a little younger. Has uh, the same hair and everything. It's yeah, crazy. It's weird. It's funny though. Um, so yeah, well man, we just did a long segment on the coronavirus. Well, it's kind of a big deal now. Then it, it, it's in the U.S., what? so now we're paying attention to it more. There's more shit about it so that we don't know. What's crazy is, from when we did our first episode until today, our fourth episode, how like much it's ramped up. Yeah, two thousand people died since our first one. I think we were just about to hit a thousand people our first episode. I know, and we're almost at three thousand people. Yeah. So two thousand people in two weeks. It's crazy. Two, three-ish weeks. So, at before, we're four weeks in. So, yeah. Yeah. It's about a month. It's be- I, did, I honestly didn't think it was going to be something we would talk about every week. No. I kind of thought that it would be like... A, It'd be just stay in Asia. Sure, yeah. But it's, like we said a couple minutes ago, breaking news, that there's a case confirmed in Illinois now. Oh, it's so close. Um, and, you know, for those of you who don't know, we are, we, we're from Pennsylvania. We do this podcast. We both live in Pennsylvania. Um, that's getting a little close to home. We're two states away. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you know, I had to do math there for a second. <laughs> there's Ohio and carry the one. Boom, yeah, yeah, two states away. Boom, right there is Illinois. One, well, one, you know. one state away, basically. Yeah, technically. Uh, and I think I mentioned in the last episode that I drove to Chicago once, and it took us 12 hours to get there. Do you think you have the coronavirus? No, this was <laughs> two, 2008 or something like that. Actually, it was funny. Breaking news: Mike has coronavirus. <laughs> it was funny because, um, I don't, and I don't think I told this story, but when the 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 time that I did drive to Chicago, we drove to Chicago. We were doing our thing out in Chicago, and I got a phone call from my dad, <laughs> and he said, "Hey, dinner's ready." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I'm like standing out in front of Wrigley Field," and I'm like. Okay. Did you send him a picture of you standing in front of Wrigley back? Like, no. Yeah, it'll be a little bit Tom home. No, and I I texted him, or I was calling him, and I was like, okay, Dad. Um, you lived with him at the time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, Dad. I'm, <laughs> so uh, ridiculous. I was like, I'm in Chicago. <laughs> and he goes, the fuck are you doing in Chicago? And I said, well, I drove out here to see a band, Dad. We were out, to here, to, we're out here to see a band, a concert. And he goes, ah. Jesus Christ. He's like, could you let me know next time you leave the state? He's like, I made enough for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> like leftovers are a bad thing to have. And I was like, yeah, dad, no problem. I'm really sorry. He's like, when, when will you be home? I'm like, I don't know, probably like a day or two. And he's like, you text me as soon as you enter Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was like, okay, dad, I got you. And then I like didn't talk to him for like five days. <laughs> you were over 18? I was 19, yeah. You still didn't tell your dad that you were going to Chicago? I just didn't even, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go to Chicago. Fuck it. And, mm. we, and we went. Didn't even, did not even how, think. How long, this is this is funny. I want to know this. Yeah. How long between the time you left the house to the time you got into Chicago did it take for him to know that you were gone? Was it just the same day? 
Well, no. See, what happened was I was living with my girlfriend at the time. Mm. So he was accustomed to not seeing me okay. for a day or two at yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would like stop at home and get more clothes and, you know. It sounded like you guys had this prearranged dinner date. No, he just. Because uh, if you would live with your girlfriend, how would he just know to make two <clears throat> helpings full of food? Well, he always made dinner for like my dad's old school. So like whoever lives in the house, oh, yeah, he yeah, makes yeah. dinner for dinner whoever lives in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, because we lived together, he, you know, made enough food for both of us. Mm. And for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, you know, he decided this time was like, hey, I should let Mike know that dinner's ready in case he's hungry. Because I, you know, haven't seen him in a day or two. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just so happened to be in Chicago when he called me. That's too funny. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, well, you know, hey, uh, next time you leave the state, could you just let, you know, give me a heads up? Give your old dad a little no there. Oh, man. And, you know, at the time I was just thinking like, what's the big deal? You know, who cares? And I'm like, pack it up, have it for lunch tomorrow, old man. And I'm looking back now and I'm like, now that now having kids, I'm thinking like, wow, if one of my kids was in Chicago and I didn't know about it, I'd be fucking pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, my dad's never going to listen to this, but I'm sorry, dad. (laughs) Maybe you should text him just randomly one day and have a funny like chat like hey sorry to let you know i was in chicago i should one time be like hey dad i've been thinking a lot lately <laughs> and i just wanted to go over everything that i'm sorry no about. just that one time <laughs> just that one time oh man moving on we have to segue <clears throat> to segue into what harvey weinstein what yeah. i don't want to talk about that pig i just want to state that uh fucker finally got nailed for something even though it's not everything that was against him guilty on two charges right i believe so okay yeah so he was found guilty of sexual assault in New York court Monday, the first conviction to emerge from the dozens of misconduct allegations against the once powerful movie producer. Good for him. Yeah, finally. Uh, Do you see the uh, the like the oh pity me spiel he put on? No. He was in. The, I don't came, care enough to listen to that. Fucking no, well, I, he came in there on a walker. Oh well, like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Well, he he left in a walker. So, oh, who? Someone was joking about it. Someone was like, "Can you imagine if he walked out of there after the last like verdict, and he was just like uh, Walker for sale? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the greatest act job ever. Walker and, for sale, neck brace for sale. And after so after he got sentenced, he was I guess being transported to the prison. And he mm-hmm. like faked a heart attack or something. Yeah, he had to go to yeah he had yeah, to go to the hospital. He needed to go to the hospital. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, come on. His uh, his top conviction count um, could yield him twenty five years in prison though, which is basically the rest of his life. How old is he? Mm-hmm. He's in his sixties, right? He's gotta be. Let me see if it says it in this article. Mm-hmm. I do not know. He's old as fuck. Yeah, this is just a short article. I don't see an age. He's definitely up there, though. He's been around the movie business for well, a long time. It's it's a shame. I mean, as much as as many people who have spoken out against him and has accused him of things, for mm-hmm. him to only be charged with two counts of it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty star- crazy. I mean, it basically started the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and he got almost nothing. Well, that's the problem with these cases that have so much time that has passed. Is there's rarely any physical evidence yep. to go through you're just going through he said he said she said and then any other you know witnesses or um it's just anybody you can interview that yeah. would be like yeah i do remember him being a little aggressive and physical or you know just something minute so i'm surprised that in today's age of court and evidence and all that stuff he actually got charged yeah well and to clarify, True Story Bro Podcast official stance is that we support the accusers. 
Yes. We we believe. I didn't I didn't mean to pause there excessively. No, 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 no but we believe. So I was trying to process what you were um, saying here. If you're you know, if you speak out and say something happened, like we believe you and we'd like to get to the bottom of it. Um we su- well, we support that. But we, we also shouldn't say we believe you. We should say we support finding the truth in what you're saying. Sure. I guess that's a better way to put it. So yeah. So you know, we It's would, not like we're gonna denounce we would denounce somebody that says that. You know right. I mean? So if it turns out somebody was lying or making it up. Right. Then they're a terrible person, and and I I would actually go as far to say that they deserve some sort of a sentence for making something well, like that up. I, 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 I want to say that I I thought that shit existed already. Well, it's like false reporting, yeah. right? To the police, yeah. but they don't. You don't always get a prison sentence for that. Well, or you also a fine or you also like yeah, and you I should just find it crazy. You absolutely should I just find it crazy that some of these people do walk away with nothing. Now Josie Smollett. Actually, he also just got charged not long ago, too. Yes. He's doing six months, I think. And he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. He falsified police reports. Yep. He lied. lied. He lied. He absolutely. hurt. You know, he hurt people. He had people. He had the police department go out and do all this overtime for like like a week trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And then they fucking, <laughs> he got himself in trouble. Yeah. Idiot. Mm. God damn it. I love the Mighty Ducks, too. And he just ruined that. Him and Goldberg, man, have been the black... Sheep oh. of that freaking oh, franchise yeah. now. Goldberg, he's like all methed out, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, damn it. It's a shame because they were getting, you they're, know. They're doing a reboot. They're doing a reboot. Estevez is involved. Man. He looked like a goofball in his skates, by the way. He had like the pads on top of the pants and everything, <laughs> like a noob. Question. Is Emilio, Emilio Estevez, is he related to Charlie Sheen? Yes. Okay. They share a father. I thought so. I believe. They share, share a father? Share, yeah, I believe they share a father. They share a daddy. Sheen. Martin Sheen. You know, I believe you, they share a father. Can you guess what my favorite Martin Sheen movie is? Um, what? Gettysburg. I don't think I've ever seen it. Mm. It's a great movie. I know you're a big Civil War buff. Yeah, Gettysburg is a great movie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. It's it's worth a watch if you if you're a his you know history buff. It's a great movie. I'm not a Civil it, War history buff. Really? Mm-mm. We could I. I would love to do an episode I think it's on the stupid. Civil War. I think it's stupid we fought our own people. So it don't like I I think it's dumb. I really think it's stupid. Wow. We're kind of I know like I feel a little bit like we're moving that direction these days, but mm-hmm. no, I think it's stupid. Like well, I don't even know how I'd handle it today. Like well, bro, like Well, today bro, are you not a fucking American? I'm an American. Why the fuck are we fighting? Today it would be much different. Well, obviously, it because it's not yeah. about slavery, and everybody has rights nowadays. Yeah, so. to, well, today you wouldn't even be able to tell what side is what. Oh no, there would be no. S- yeah, we're definitely not. We're not not as cool as they were back in the day, where oh, they actually dude. wore like really nice clothes every day. But well, not even that. There would be so many different like factions of people fighting for what they thought. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, it yeah. was about. So it wouldn't. There's like, literally just one side versus another. Where today it would be like 16 different sides versus each other. Right. So people yeah. think that it would just be left versus right. That's not true because we're also a, a bigger population now. So we have yeah. more brains that think differently. Right. And, so, I mean, I think a second Civil War is possible, but mm-hmm. I think something really fucking crazy has to happen. Like maybe the coronavirus. I don't know. Yeah. You know. We just start turning into ravages. Things start getting a little scarce. Everyone's not allowed to leave their house. Mm-hmm. One thing leads to another. The stock market keeps plummeting. And I'm not trying to make anyone panic. I'm just saying. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. So if you're, <clears throat> speaking of the stock market, if you're just a little factoid, 
don't go crazy and pull all your shit out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna come back. Stick to your investment strategy. Don't worry. Unless you're older, then you gotta really cross your fingers. Yeah. Don't don't change <laughs> you were your like gonna retire next week. And don't, you're looking at the market this week, and you're like, shit. Yeah, don't panic and change your investment strategy over just the last couple of weeks. It'll just, eventually come just back. Just chill, relax, let things, you know, run their course, and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. What else did you want to talk about? What What do you want next? Man, you know, I still can't get over the fact that you want a gift card for being for, <laughs> for being an employee. Yeah. yeah still, it's I, one of the simple perks that I get there. I, th- I thought that was the funniest thing. It's pretty cool. You know where my dad works? My dad works. They give them gift cards whenever they... Um, so like, they got to hit like a sales number or something like that? No. Well, like what, Safety? He's a, he's a driver, yeah. So whenever he's drives safely for a certain number of miles, mm-hmm. he gets a gift card to Sheets or Wawa or wherever. Well, we get... Uh, Basically, once every couple of months, we get like a dollar meal day. Really? Yeah. But they come in and have like hot prepared food for a buck. Wow. That's fucking awesome. We're a pretty awesome company. Man, my company doesn't do anything like that. Yeah, I really cannot complain about this company. Once in a while, my company will, they'll do like a hot, they'll do like a, a cold buffet for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, a cold buffet. That's yeah, like, like makes like sandwiches and stuff. That's like when you go to a hotel and you and you book a couple of rooms, you're like, oh, they got continental, continental breakfast <laughs> before you know what a continental breakfast is. And then you get down there and you're like, you're thinking, oh shit, eggs, pancakes, yeah. all kinds of stuff, waffles, what kind of stuff we got, sausage, cereal, yep. bagels, bagels, toast, fruit, fruit. Yeah, and, and I mean, you're like, fuck that, man. I picked this one because it said I get a breakfast for. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's kind of nice, you know. Sometimes you like, you know, with with our line of business, you get back at the end of the day, and then there's like all this food there sitting for you, and it's like, okay, cool. I'll make a, you know, I'll make a turkey and cheese. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, but true, they don't go overboard with things, and that's a shame because they work you guys to death. Yeah, and it's like you know, yeah, it's nice every once in a while. You know, someone will retire and they'll bring food in for that, and you get to pick at that. That's still cool though. It's still cool. You can't complain about getting something for free. No, if it normally, it's that's true. If it's free, it's free, and that's a good thing. If it's free, it's for me. If it's free, it's for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dollar meal day. We get like we get like a hoagie day. For having like safety, um, safety plan of the month. Really? Yeah. And the cool thing is, uh, wow. the coffee machine's free on these days, so you can go down and get an espresso, a coffee. Well, they just have the the guy come in and like turn it off. Turns off the machine. You're only supposed to cool. get one, but I know cheap fucks. <laughs> they go back. They and keep they going to keep the water going and back. Hole. Sometimes in the morning on the day after, it isn't turned back on yet because the guy hadn't been there. Another free coffee. Well, sure. I mean, if the guy doesn't get there until a, a certain time, you got to... Yeah, but you're technically only supposed to have one. Well, are, You're who, only allowed to have one free coffee. Who's checking that? Apparently, they're not, because they'd okay. be on it. That's what I thought. So, uh, Canteen, <clears throat> get on it. Actually, Canteen is uh, a rival. Of yours? Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because Aramark caters, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're a rival. Um, I have no idea what that is, but I'm pretty sure we're rivals. Right. <laughs> You know what a rival is, you dumbass. No, I meant the word you said. Canteen? Yeah, the other word. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I have no clue. Who? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have no clue what that means. Um, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm looking through the gingerly pa- moving on. I'm I'm looking through the packet here, and like we have a lot of stuff that we could talk about, but I don't really know... 
I'm kind of having more fun just bullshitting with you. Yeah. We'll just bring some shit up. Yeah. Jim Acosta apparently got back in Trump's face again. Really? Yeah. I thought he was kicked out of the... He got his press pass back not long ago. Oh, Congratulations, Jim Acosta. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't waste his time with it, though. And he got under Trump's skin pretty quickly. So, Trump called him out. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> it was kind of funny. But it's sad that we have, like, interactions between the press and our president like that. Well, didn't he just also, um, he got into a little tiff with uh, Sanjay Gupta. Didn't he? Uh, I don't remember. The guy from CNN? Sanjay Gupta. I think his name was Sanjay Gupta. Mm. He was talking to him about coronavirus. I don't remember. Oh. I, I th- could have swore that he was just I'll have like... i to look that up after the show. He gave him the statistic that like the flu is le- like 0.1% or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then Donald Trump was like, actually, it's much higher than that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he said it was, uh, no, he said it was like 2%. And he goes, yeah, it's like between 1% and 2%, the the death rate. Mm-hmm. He gave him the death rate totals. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was weird. It was it was very strange. Every You know what? And I don't want to harp on it too long, but every interaction he has with the media is weird. It is. Very weird. From Literally from the way that he stands. Oh, my God. To the way that he speaks. I'm not going to harp on the guy the way, this, the way the guy stands. <clears throat> I am. It's fucking weird. It's so dumb. It, it is it's, weird. Though. It's weird. I'll give you that. But it's and his Eric and Don Jr. stay in the same way. You saw that one picture. I don't think it's every time, but it is weird that they all stood like that. Now yeah. I'm also not sure that that was a doctored photo or not. But it could have been doctored. Yeah, that's true. Because Eric and Don, they're not overweight. Mm. So I highly doubt that they stand like their father. What does Because their father, like Don Sr. looks like he locks his knees out, which is yeah. not great. Which is, that's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> um, no, he really, that's why he looks like he stands that way, because it looks like he's locking his knees sure. out. Sure. Because he's standing at attention, right? It's poor technique. It's poor uh, posture. posture. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not good for your joints. Mm. It cuts off blood flow. One of the things that I... Which... Cutting off blood flow, and then you saw the picture of him getting off the the helicopter the other week. Yeah, and his like super tanned face with the white outline. I think that it's, is uh, so funny. I think it's funny that he like only talks to the media when the helicopters are running in the background. Yeah, that's always brought up too. He's about to go somewhere, so the media is always like right there. Yeah, so it's kind of annoying because he's got to yell the whole time. Stephen Colbert calls it chopper talk. <laughs> Chop talk. In this week's episode of Chopper Talk. Chop Talk. Uh, It's pretty funny. I mean, regardless of whether you like the guy or not, it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's just anywhere he's going. That's I mean, because they don't have the the daily press briefings anymore. Right, because they got rid of uh, Sarah. Sarah. No, 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 no. No? That stopped before she left. Oh, really? Because they kept getting into arguments with her and she didn't like it. Oh. Isn't she running to be governor somewhere? Yeah, I think she was talking about it. Ugh. I'm not a fan of her. Yeah, I could do with that. Obviously. I'd rather deal with Sean Spicer. Yeah. Spicy. Sean's, yeah. Do you remember that time that he tried to convince the American people that the health care plan was better because he had a bigger, a smaller stack of paper in front of him? Mm, I don't like, remember that. He's like, do you see this paper? Do you see I this? I thought that was Trump. No, it was, it was Spicer did it too in a press conference. Oh. He goes, this this stack of paper here represents <laughs> no government. 
and this stack over here oh, yeah, represents do, government. That. that was like right before he left. He's like, you literally, he's like, you literally can't make it any simpler. This is us, no government, <laughs> them, all government. Do you remember that time the press found him hiding in bushes? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. Make that. Up. I do remember the hide the that headline. It was like Sean Sean Spicer <laughs> found found hiding, found in, hiding bush. in the bushes in like the the rose garden or some shit. <laughs> Oh, it's too uh, funny. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy does a great Sean Spicer. It's okay. On SNL. I think it's funny. It's funny because she's ridiculous with it. Like the podium that's on a on a Segway. I like when she <laughs> she pulls out the, the water gun and starts spraying everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, he was so contentious. Like I remember one of the big things about the guy. Uh, one of the one of the things that I knew wasn't going to go, it, this like his employment wasn't going to go well, was because he tweeted at the nationals one time before trump won the white house yeah he tweeted at them to complain that their dipping dot station ran out of vanilla dipping dots Oof. and it was like a it wasn't like a funny tweet yeah it was like a hey what the fuck yeah you ran out of vanilla dipping dots oh who does God. that yeah who does that no he's he like i think he said who runs out of vanilla dipping dots Ugh. And he was like legit complaining about it. Like normal people would just be, like, oh fuck, all right. Well, sorry, son, you got to get another flavor. Yeah, I'll go somewhere. And if else. you don't like it, we'll get it on the way home. Yeah, tough titties. But well, yeah, com- he was, he was only- tweeted out to the Washington Nationals because he was upset that they didn't have vanilla dipping dots. He was only there for like six months, right? I think it was. Uh, it was definitely less than a year. I think it was like ten. Yeah. I was looking. Oh yeah, when I was looking at the list of people that was that have been in and out of that <laughs> administration, he was surprisingly one of the lower ones. Wow. Most of these people are actually lasting now close close to a year. Well, that's good. <laughs> We're making improvements. We're making progress. We have a new DNI too. Oh, good. That was just announced. What's his name? I don't know. Okay. I just remember seeing that we have a new DNI who actually has intelligence, uh, yeah. an intelligence background. Oh, okay, good. Which is good because I wasn't sure how uh, long that Grinnell guy would last, yeah. not having any intelligence. He was an advisor. Right. Who had no intelligence background workings. He was just an advisor, hmm. which I don't know how you make a case for somebody to run the DNI, you know, intelli- the head of the, all the intelligence branches who has no intelligence briefing or intelligence experience, but you're going to run with the fact that he was an advisor. I, I, think he, I think Donald Trump just like, I think he just puts people there that he knows. Well, they say he was a like he was a uh, and who like him a cheerleader basically. For yeah, them. I mean, I think that's all. I mean, say what you want about it, but I think like people who say nice things about him get good jobs. <laughs> I think that's a lot of presidents, though. Maybe, yeah. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying like it's pretty clear to me that you know, as long as you're not speaking out against the guy, like, and that, that's another thing. I like. I totally understand. The fact that you're going to want somebody who believes in what you're saying and wants to support you, you know, as best as they can. You're not going to put somebody in there who's like half and half with you, for you, or against you. Yeah, or hates you. Right. Yeah, you're not going to do that. Yeah. So I understand that. But to not have any experience, that's a little weird. Yeah, you should at least be, you should at least be like qualified for the job. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, some of these people have not been. I think that's a fair criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 
I'm, oh wow, I think that was the nicest I've ever been about something. With Re- Donald Trump regarding later? Donald Trump. You know what? I just remembered. I forgot to say something nice about Donald Trump last week. But do you want to say two things now to make up for it? I only know of one right now. Oh. Well, that was two. That was one. Okay. So what? I'll use that one. Yeah, it wasn't I'll no. cherry pick. That was, that's weak, sure. but I'll use it. What's the second one? Remember how uh, he was in Vegas last week at a rally and someone went down hard? Yes. I had to call, He called the doctor in. Mm-hmm. He wanted to stop the... He stopped his rally, mm-hmm. told everybody to kind of quiet up and let the doctor go get the person out. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was very nice of him. It's almost like a rock star. Yeah. You know how rock stars are up on the stage watching their fans in the front rows and stuff. I dig that. Eddie Vedder. Hey. You fucking leave her alone, man. <laughs> Don't fucking hit her. Remember that video? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave Grohl, too. Kick somebody out. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, Dave Grohl did it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And uh, I remember watching one video with uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was in, like, 2001 or 2002. Cadis knocks, uh, kick somebody out. No, well, they were doing a... It was, uh, it was a it was like a Anthony, big. F- was it Kiedis? Anthony Kiedis, yeah. It was like a huge festival, and people just started fighting in the mm. pit, like actually fighting. Oh my god! And I believe the guitar player John Frusciante, he mm. started playing Californication. Oh. But he like stopped because he was like, I can't play with these guys fighting like this. It's like fucking up. Distracting. My- yeah, yeah, he's like, it's fucking up my whole vibe. <laughs> and it was. It's like a, it's on YouTube. It's like yeah, a, they're kind of a yeah, they're a funk band. So they yeah, you, yeah, once you feel it, you feel it, you're in it, and it's like a ten minute video of them just trying to stop this fight from happening. That's crazy. Yeah, and they do eventually. They get everything under control, and they, you know, they did they resume playing. Yeah, they keep well, they keep going. See, that's why I, like I'd love to be in a pit for some of my favorite bands that I, you know like nowadays. It's yeah. kind of expensive to be there now, but mm-hmm. like I I would love to go be in a pit for the Foo Fighters next time we go. But you have to remember nowadays, it's a little more mild now because everyone's just on their cell phone, holding their cell phone. Well, yeah. So yeah, it's not. You don't have mosh, to worry too not, much not about mosh it. pity. Yeah. Unless you go to like a Slipknot concert, then it still gets a little wild. Yeah, or like a death metal show. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they get a little like. Still get a little crazy. The screamo bands. The. <laughs> it reminds me of the Jim Brewer bit. He's like old metalheads. <laughs> <laughs> That old metalheads bit is awesome. Jim Brewer is funny. I love Jim. He's the one that does the uh, alcohol is having a party in your stomach thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, genius. That's brilliant. A brilliant bit. Yeah, I love that bit. But so, uh, speaking since I said that one nice thing about Trump in Nevada, I guess uh, we got to talk about the Nevada um, caucus, right? Yeah, we we didn't touch on it last we week. Yeah, we forgot. Bernie Sanders won the Nevada caucus. Bigly. Bigly. He won Bigly. I said that weird. The Nevada caucus. Nevada, it's Nevada or Nevada. However you choose. They say that you can, like, the locals can tell if you're from in-state or out-of-state mm-hmm. by the way you pronounce Nevada. Well, I think people here in PA can do the same thing with Lancaster. Well, yeah, that... Some people go Lancaster. Lancaster, yeah. I say Lancaster. Some Well, also, um, so Nevada apparently is a Spanish word. Mm-hmm. And... Locals there say Nevada, right? And Spanish people pronounce it with a little bit of an accent. Um, Nevada or something like that. Mm-hmm. I probably butchered it, but uh, like they sometimes don't want to get mistaken for an out of towner, so they say it like Nevada instead of in their in their native tongue. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? They're conforming. Heard that on an NPR podcast. Wow. People that were covering the caucus. 
Why don't you go? Why don't you go listen to NPR and agree with yourself? <laughs> What's that from? That's from a movie. Family Guy. <laughs> on the show. He's like, why don't you go sit in your car and listen to NPR and agree with yourself? <laughs> oh, this shit makes me laugh. I love NPR though. NPR is good. I think they're fairly, pretty fairly in the middle. They they report what needs to be reported. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I really love their tiny desk sessions. Mm. Um, big music guy. So I love when they do those concerts. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're some of my favorite. I'm a little upset it only lasts like three songs though. Well, that's the point. I know, but yeah, it's like a whole and mood. then it's like a whole mood. Yeah, and it's like it's not even like half these people don't even do their more popular songs either. Well, yeah, it's a chance to um, do their more artsy songs. Yeah, it's a chance yeah. to get some of the stuff exposed. Some of their ballads too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched recently. The most recent one I watched was Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, that was the one I told you that they uh, just put up. I watched that one like two weeks ago, I think. And, they uh, they played two songs that are new out of, I think, four. Yeah, and then they played the middle, too. They played the middle, and I think they played Big Casino? No, they don't think they played that one. No? It's a good song. Shit, which one did they play? I forget. It was two sort of like lesser known ones. Yeah, I know. For sure. Was it only three, though, that they played? They played three, yeah. Well, then the middle was the only one that I knew. Yeah. Okay. I thought they played Big Casino. Maybe it was just... Me listening to it that week. I went through a Jimmy Eat World phase. Uh, I, really I only like their them. like two CDs. Um, my favorite song by them is a one. It's a song called "I Will Steal You Back." Mm. It's a great song, great tune. I like it more than the middle. I like the middle. I karaoke the middle. I've I would, I would definitely. I think it's a fun song. A lot of people love it. Yeah, and then there's that other one, the sweetness. Where the he's sweetness like, is good. Yeah, it's a great tune. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Eat World's a good band. Bleed America, I thought was pre- is a pretty good song too. I have. Um, did you know Bleed American was actually renamed because yes. it was supposed to be released like because right, on, sa- on right September on 11th. 9/11, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had to rename it, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, so they had that name out for a while, a different title for it, and then they put it back to Bleed American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or like there was like alternate. There was like alternate. Uh, albums made like mm. CDs and covers and stuff like that. Yeah, I have it on vinyl, and it's do you? Yeah, it's called Bleed American. Mm. It's <clears throat> it's I think it's original pressing too, from whatever year it came out, nineteen ninety nine or cool. whatever it is, no, two thousand one. Yeah, something like that. that. But that's cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to Bernie. So he won the caucus <clears throat> by a good, landslide. Good job, Bernie. As expected, um, Biden did better, but still ended up being like second or third. Yeah. Um, Buttigieg, Warren um, basically hit around 11, 10%. Bloomberg hit about 10%. Klobuchar did bad. Yeah. After after his strong well, Vermont showing, did bad in Nevada. I think she only pulled in like 5% of the caucus. Yeah. So Bernie gets, I think, all the delegates from Nevada. Okay. And I believe he leads overall. Sure. Um, so they're in North Carolina now or South Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina yeah. now. And actually, that's tonight. I'm no, I'm yeah. I mean, we can actually say that as of now, Joe Biden is projected to win South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. It's been reported that he's projected to win South there Carolina. There was uh, something crazy that I just heard um, today. So, in the main states that they're doing all these primaries in, um, I think there's 12 total. He's only spent about $600,000 worth of TV ads. Wow. Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders has spent $15 million. Bloomberg spent $600,000 every minute. 
Well, I think the stat I, I was looking at, I left Bloomberg out because he's spending astronomical amounts of money that no one's ever seen spent mm-hmm. on this because he's starting so late. He's trying to catch up, yeah. Yeah, and he's not even on the ballot in some of these states, which really? is crazy. Wow. Yeah, he has to be a write-in for the ones that he's not, which that's hard to do. That's hard to be a write-in candidate. So I wouldn't write him in anyway. It's crazy that he's spending 1 to 15 um ratio of mm-hmm. you know amount of dollars on television and print ads and all that shit yeah. well biden's probably just getting by on uh, name recognition well yeah i think that i think he's <clears throat> totally underestimating his um the electorate he's thinking that he can just write off of uh you know the the vp from barack right and uh the fact that he um he um uh, does well with the the black electorate sure yeah, he does. So he, he probably he, feels like he doesn't have to spend that much money in those states. Yeah. And I, that's probably going to burn him. I mean, it's already looked bad already. Would you vote for him? Um, what do you mean, like the Democratic primary? Yeah. No. No. I don't think I... I, I started out that I was going to. I was I was but. on his boat at first because I was obviously a huge um, Obama fan. Yeah. and Not that it was a fan, but I, I agreed with Obama yeah, a lot. Yeah, and... You know, here we are. And Joe was right behind him. Yeah, here we are a year later, and I don't, I don't think that he has my vote at the moment. No, and so the, the one thing I heard a uh, someone interviewed for um, NPR, and they were like, "Well, what what attracts you to Joe? Why do you like Joe so much?" It was a it was a white um, South Carolinan. He goes, "Well, you know, obviously I was a." He was like, "I voted for Obama," and he goes, "Obviously Joe would have my favor." This time around, but he goes mm. still not totally on him, yeah, because he had a poor showing his first couple, you know, debates. So, so do you think you think that he's alluding to people are giving him the benefit of the doubt of being a part of Obama's presidency? Oh yeah, he's oh yeah, yeah he's, <clears throat> he's on that surfboard. He's riding it back to the coast. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. So, but the guy wasn't totally sold on him. He goes, you know. What brought me back to him to, to make me not totally write him off was this past, this you know, in Nevada. Mm-hmm. He came back in Nevada. That yeah. was the old Joe. And I go, yeah, but so he has one good day out of how many others? Yeah. Uh, can you imagine that being in the presidency? Yeah. Him in the presidency? Well, well he has his days that are really good. Yeah. Uh, it should be every day. Well, and that brings up a, a, a good point if we're, you know, <clears throat> if we're going to sit and be critical of Donald Trump. And fitness of president. Yeah. If if Hillary didn't have the stamina, stamina, Joe definitely doesn't have the stamina. Yeah, exactly. And this goes back to that guy that questioned him, and he was challenging him into a push-up contest. So, Bro, <laughs> listen, you can do all the fucking push-ups you want if you're not mentally ready for this job. Yeah. And I don't think he is. My he vote. Be it. My vote is for whoever just finished training for a triathlon. Or recovered from a heart attack. Because they're... <laughs> Bernie just suffered a heart attack. He was back on it in a couple of days. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty ball. That is pretty impressive. Pretty baller. But what about socialism, Jeremy? Socialism. <laughs> what about the poor babies? <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was weird. That was Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast when he talks <laughs> about the the uh, the people that abort babies, and he's like, "Oh, but we make the babies feel nice and comfortable." And he's <laughs> is that a South Park episode <laughs> no. or a fucking Joe Rogan? That was that was Alex Jones. All right, hold on, hang on, listen to this. 
Stop pissing. You hear that? That's gross. Did you hear that? That was all your fucking pink Whitney. Yeah, damn, you almost killed it yourself. Yep. I just had a massive glass and maybe a, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, this is my pink Whitney. You're also drinking that warm, which is, I don't think I could do that. Mm. After this podcast, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. We're an hour in, bro. So, so Bernie, right? Doing well in Nevada. Uh, he's not doing as well in South Carolina. However, I think Struggle, Biden's winning. Struggling. But, well, I don't think he's struggling. Is he but, second? I don't know. There was really no preliminary stuff out mm. other than Biden. Um, was well, projected said, to win. Well, you said the guy was calling it 400 votes in or something like that. Oh, yeah. So, like, literally, they just started counting the votes. <laughs> and, like, an hour after they started counting, they had um, zero precincts reporting and all that stuff. And, like, they were, they were still just coming out being like, Joe Biden, projected winner in South Carolina. That's crazy. You're like, dude, come on. Can you like can you count? Let it marinate a little bit. Can you guys like count more than a hundred votes before you decide? <laughs> yeah, okay, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um we got this new two thousand com- Florida. So we got this company called Shadow Inc. and they Shadow Inc. <laughs> and they want to they want to count our votes for us. <laughs> Should we do it? <laughs> so anyways, talking about electability, Tom Steyer's done. Oh yeah. Canceled his campaign. Yep, Tom Steyer dropped out, pulled it pulled a Yang Gang. Pulled out. Good for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was um his um his town hall was interesting to see. I was watching some people asking questions because I got I got in from Tom Steyer's? Yeah. Okay. I think I was out on I was out on it was a Wednesday, I think. Last Wednesday I was out at Wing Night and I was watching Tom Steyer's town hall when I got home. And it was he, he had some interesting ideas. I again, another businessman that I think has some pretty decent ideas. On how to run the country, um, economically, I, anyways. I will say I do not nearly have the uh, the level of disdain for Tom Steyer as I do of Mike Bloomberg. No, no. Well, Bloomberg is just—he's a reptile man in a suit. That's Rep, what he is. He's a reptilian. He's <laughs> Democrat, then independent, then Republican, back to Democrat. You gotta be fucking kidding me, bro! Like T- to me, you have Hillary Clinton written all over you, and then he goes. Yeah, I would ask Hillary to be my running mate. Yeah. Man, fuck you. Like, did, get out of here. Did you, did you see they <laughs> Did you see they tapped Michelle Obama? They Who? A, Michelle Obama. Who? The D I think it was the DNC, I don't know. The D? The DNC the like high high ranking democratic yeah, but people we, they were we like tapped her for what? VP. Oh my god. Yeah. They're like whoever the nominee is, will you will you run as vice president? They're becoming a joke. Is well, it? they already are a joke. It's a shame. They already are a joke. Yeah. From the last election. It's a shame. A joke. Yep. I, apparently, as far as I know, and I'd have to double check, but as far as I know, she did not respond to that. Mike is drunk. That's He's talking out of his ass right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am, but I'm not making this up. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking buckled over there. You're like doodling and shit while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm definitely not making this up. So, anyways, we have to check that. That's interesting. I don't know why they would come mm. out and say that at this point. Hold on, I can check right oh, now. Let me look at my phone. Let me be more distracted from the podcast. No. <laughs> Jeremy, can you run the next segment so I can look on this on my phone because I can't listen in and research at the same time? Michelle Obama. That's our second fight in one podcast. VP? <laughs> Question mark. So, uh, so the de- well, there was an article too. Democrats are are um, fearing backlash about what to do with Bernie Sanders. Now, here we go. 
Michelle Obama we'll get to that then. Michelle Obama petitioned. Obviously, he wasn't listening. To, I wasn't. <laughs> Michelle Obama petitioned to run as vice president. To, oh, to stop Bernie Sanders. Wait, she petitioned? No, hold on a second. Let me read this. Fearing the is this sol- an opinion article? First off, make sure it's not an opinion article. It's not an opinion. This happened. It's not an op-ed. It's not an op-ed. This happened. She petitioned. <clears throat> no, hold on. Let me read it. Well, it sounded like you said that. Okay. Fearing the elect, fearing the selection of Bernie Sanders as the Democrats' 2020 presidential nominee, a growing number of establishment party officials are reportedly considering Sherrod Brown as a late entry with Michelle Obama as a running mate. Other potential candidates oh floated God. by the party included Kamala Harris, who dropped out of the race in December, as, stop. as well as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. So dumb. I know. This is crazy, though, man. What the fuck are they doing? I don't know. It's it's madness. It's scary is what it is. They should just let the goddamn thing run its course. And if they're good enough, they're good enough. Then we see them against Trump. Yep. And if they're good enough, then we'll see if they really are. And then here it Joe Biden says he would want Michelle, bon- Michelle Obama to be his running mate. Ugh. Oh, Joe Biden said that? Mm-hmm. Well, of course he would. Why wouldn't he want anybody else but an Obama? Yeah. I mean, he's been throwing his fucking name around for over a year and a half. Yep. Oh, look. Even Tucker Carlson. What does he got to say? He, predict, he predicted that Michelle Obama could be a 2020 Democratic nominee. A 2020... All right, put the phone away. I'm not going to deal with this bullshit tonight. Why? Because I don't, I don't... I think he's just saying that to talk shit. He might be. Because you know what they're doing in South Carolina? What? That's another state, by the way, that you can vote on either side's primary. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. So... Donald Trump's easily going to be the Republican nominee out sure. of, you know what I mean? So they can just jump over to the other side and vote for whoever they think might be the worst candidate, which is probably why Biden, it could be why Biden's winning or would win. Because <laughs> they're like, no, fuck that. They should have Biden. He's a fucking dumpster fire. They can't do that in Pennsylvania. No. Yeah. But they can do that. Where, where else could they do that that I remember reading? I think Iowa, too. I think <clears throat> they could have done that in Iowa, too. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like political sabotage. Yeah, I feel like it's crazy. Sh- I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to do. Well, that. Well, they're gonna. I believe Iowa's now looking in their state legislation to, mm-hmm. co- you know, make new laws that you can't do that. Um, which well, means that you're gonna have to be a registered somebody by a certain time before the primary, right. like we like we do here in Pennsylvania. Uh, it, you have to be what uh, registered for what six months before the yeah. General, if, if you think about it, like if we could do that in PA, I would just go out and vote for anyone. Right, you would have totally like sabotaged the uh, the RNC primary. Yeah, exactly. I would just be like Donald Trump. No, I'm just gonna vote for Ben Mickey Carson. Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Because you see how Ben Carson's doing now. Could you imagine him as president? Ugh. <laughs> that was simultaneous. That was a simultaneous. Jinx, you, Jinx, you owe me a pink Whitney. <laughs> You already fucking had it, like the whole bottle, 750 milliliters right down your stomach. So, um, so anyways, the I think the DNC is really starting to worry about the whole Sanders ticket. Thing. I think they are, too. Because um, it just seems like they're trying so hard to fucking knock the guy. But they won't do it during the debates. It's very limited. Bloomberg is like the only one that really went hard at, at, uh, at Sanders. No one else, not even Buttigieg. That's because that's because Bloomberg. He looked up to him. Bloomberg's not owned by anybody. True himself. Bloomberg's owned by himself. He's like the 
He's the he, left's he, Donald Trump. He, yeah, he is a leftist version of Donald Trump. Yeah. That's why I hate him. But he actually released those people from their uh their those three women from their um those what are those uh do not talk things. I'm drawing a blank because I've been drinking. <laughs> NDAs. Uh, oh yeah, non disclosure. Jesus, you couldn't yeah. even think of it either. NDAs, yeah. Um yeah, he he actually well, it's funny because he released those people after the last debate. After or the two de- two debates ago. Yeah. Because Warren brought it up. Ugh. Isn't that bad? Well, Isn't that bad? Yeah, I think it takes that to like release these people yeah. from their NDAs. Yeah. And I, guess yeah. what? Haven't heard a word from them. Yep. So it makes me wonder if he even did it. Yeah. I mean, you brought up Elizabeth Warren just now. And? Because she destroyed Mike Bloomberg in the first oh, couple. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Two seconds in. Boom. She had the first line, yeah. first dig, and it was good. She's my she's my choice. Really? Yep. Yeah, as of right now, I'm voting for Elizabeth Warren. Mm. You're kind of going back and forth, though. I am. I'm not. You're not settled. It's not. It's not like every day I don't like wake up and go yep mm-hmm. warren's my girl i think by now you should probably know what what each person brings yeah yeah you should know understand. And that's why i think it's funny that people are still undecided at this point yeah, like you, if you've been paying attention well especially us here in pennsylvania i mean it's going on march yeah and our we vote in may mm-hmm. like we have about two months left here until it's time for us to vote so. well i mean i was i was listening to some interviews down in south carolina and they're like yeah i'm still undecided how the fuck are you still undecided by now? Today's the day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how are you still undecided? Like, you should know now. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. Yeah, really. I mean... Well, it is hard because it, if it, you think about it, it's if like... If you've been paying attention, you should know what you want to put forward, mm-hmm. Who you who's really speaking the loudest message to you. I mean, Warren's all right. I didn't mind Warren. I know, I know a guy who writes in... Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme. <laughs> you, you see that you've seen him, right? No, dude. Look up Vermin Supreme on YouTube. <laughs> He's this guy. He wears a boot on his head. <laughs> uh, dude, it's hilarious. His name's Vermin Supreme. That's ridiculous. And um, I believe the original video he put out was like he was like everybody. Um, Wang Chung tonight. He's like, no. He's like, <laughs> if I'm elected president, everybody will have to have a pony with them. A pony. A pony. He's like, this is. Uh, he's like, yes, this is a uh, pony identification program. Oh my god. He's like, you will at all times need to have your pony with you. <laughs> like, he's, so he's just mocking the yeah, system. He yeah. mocks the system, but his name's Vermin Supreme, and oh, he's yeah. absolutely hilarious. That's pretty funny. I'll so, look him up. Isn't that like, oh, what's his name? Uh, who was that guy that made, f- like, he was, uh, it was just a joke, but he would, like, run back and forth. Oh, I think he was on Tosh.0. And the guy that wore, like, that vest and would, like, he'd be like, oh, I'm super fast. And he'd fucking run across the camera and he was, like, going normal speed. Hmm, I don't oh, know. What'd they call Oh, you're yawning on the podcast now? I yawned? Uh, yeah, you just did. You didn't even know you did it? No. <laughs> you're cut off. Now nah, we're, cheers. Oh, yeah, Mike's toast. <laughs> Mike's toasted. <laughs> cheers. Dude, I'm celebrating Joe Biden's win in South oh Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Uncle Joe. Anyways, enough politics because it's starting to get old. Mm. Um, it's been old. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. It's been old since Donald Trump got elected. So I've had this on the uh, cutting floor the last couple weeks. Um, the coronavirus? No. 
no, that's all. No, the cutting room floor, like the <laughs> no, I like got you it. edited your your yeah. podcast. Uh, Keenan Thompson, which uh, this event is coming up in two months. Who likes orange soda? Kel, that's Kel. Oh, that's Kel, Kel likes orange soda. Oh, that's Kel. Yeah. Okay, Keenan and Kel. Kel, uh, Ke- now you got me saying Kel. <laughs> Keenan Thompson is uh, was tapped to uh, host the White House Correspondents' Dinner this year. Okay. So we got a comedian back Again. to hosting this. Perfect. Yeah. Um, it will also f- uh, feature uh, Hassan Minaj from uh, The okay. Daily Show. He's funny. He is hilarious. He's, he's, he's very funny. Um, he he does his own show on Netflix. I forget what it's called, though. I do, too, but I know what you're talking about. I've seen, I don't think I've watched, I've seen bits and I pieces th- I of it. I saw, like, one or two episodes of it, but... I didn't. I didn't get the binge it yet. There's yeah. other things I was like Mindhunter. I was all about for a while. Mindhunter was great. So that's April 25th. Past hosts. Now the, the reason why we didn't have a comedian last year was all thanks to Hershey native um, Michelle Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to her. She went a little too hard. Her no. She went just about the right amount of hard. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about this before. We did, but I thought... Like, we talked about, like... I thought, like... I mean, I don't think she went hard, but I think other people were... We talked about this, though. The com- the comedy. Like, yeah. if you're watching this thing, you know a comedian's doing it. Yes. You should know what you're getting yourself into. Right. And that, you know, you're going to get made fun of mm-hmm. as a guest, as a, as a race, as a people. Some There's going to be a joke for everybody. It's almost like, you know, why would you select a comedian... To run the Oscars, host the Oscars, and then get offended when they say something that's funny but offensive. What did Ricky Gervais just host? The Oscars. Yeah, he went. He off. went hard. He went off. Well, yeah. Well, the cancel culture. <clears throat> he went off in the cancel culture. I loved it. Um, the liberal side of things, how they get too, they're too sensitive, mm-hmm. which is true. That that are, there is a side of of the left that just gets way too sensitive, and, uh, especially with comedians. You and, cannot do that. And he told everyone, he's like, "Look, this isn't your time to come up here and get on your fucking pedestal. Yeah. Just take your award and go home, and and fuck off." And Brad Pitt. <laughs> Of course. And he did it. Got Wa- up there. Joaquin did it, too. Yeah, but he won. He was in The Joker, so he gets a pass. Oh, he gets... Oh, now that you've finally seen the movie, <laughs> he gets a pass. It was a good I'm movie. I'm pretty sure you didn't give a shit before you saw the movie. He's a good actor. He's a very good actor. Oh, by the way, did you watch the movie that I suggested you watch? Prisoners? Yeah. No. Okay. Just making sure. You gotta watch that, it. That dude. shows you how much I really respect your opinion. We should watch it after this we're done. You, you sound like you're gonna pass out here soon. Like, if I wasn't talking, you'd be asleep right now. That's not true. That's a lie. I have a lot of things to be... I could have a lot of things I'd be doing right now. Sleeping would be one of them. (laughs) Would be one of them. (laughs) Sure. Probably the only one. (laughs) Maybe finishing off this bottle of Pink Whitney. Yeah. We're not getting paid by this company. They've been mentioned throughout our podcast. That's how much we like it. We should send this to Ray Whitney. Yeah, right? And see if he's like... Yeah, dude. See, like, hey, man, we we mentioned your podcast 19 times. Hey, do you know we've been downloaded 200 times in a month? (laughs) Dude, if you think about it... We're we're going worldwide with this shit, man. Even if we asked him for a dollar, every time we mention your your fucking Pink Whitney, can we get a dollar? That would add up over time. Every time we mention it, I would just have a whole podcast from just like Pink Whitney's great, man. Have you had Pink Whitney lately, man? This Pink Whitney's amazing. Me, I would just go, 
Pink Whitney, Pink Whitney, Pink Whitney. Pink Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a smarter business. I mean, Biz Nasty would knock the shit out of you for trying he, to pull something like that because he's, he yeah. he's a great business guy. Yeah, I would just chirp at him on Twitter. Yeah. That gets him fired up pretty quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll Dan Carcillo his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. I would never do that for, um, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, back to Kenyon Thompson. We kind of went off there, but it's okay. Uh, so he's he's hosting the White House Correspondents. That's Center, what this thankfully. show's about, Jeremy. Last year we had Ron uh, Cherenow, who is just a a writer and a he's journalist. A writer, yeah. It was uh, it was kind of boring. Just a writer and just journalist. a writer. He's I mean he's gonna keep it you know sn- you know snazzy you know no no real like funny jokes like a comedian would. I forgot to look it up and I wanted to. But I wanted to find out what year. It's great Louis, show prep. I, I wanted to. I wanted to go back and see what year Lewis Black hosted. The he White hosted House. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. It was probably during the Bush years. Yeah, because he went hard on Bush during his. Yes, set. yes. Well, because he does a whole bit. Moo cow, fuck milk. He does, he does a whole bit on one of his <laughs> on one of his specials about he talks about when he was when he hosted the. Oh White really? House. I gotta yeah. look this up now. Very funny. That's pretty funny. It's very funny. I'm a huge. I love Lewis Black. He's he might be my second favorite comedian of all time. George Carlin the first. Yes, I knew that. I yeah. knew that. George Carlin is yeah. George Carlin. See, com- see, comedy to me is um, it's almost like my music. Mm-hmm. Like I really I have a lot of favorites, and it's hard to select like the even the top five. Well, I like um, Christopher Titus. Chris Titus does a good one. He's very funny. You ever see his show? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, we used to watch. My dad and I used to watch it all the time. Titus. It was like watching your family on TV. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> it was a, it was a great show, dude. It was, it had all the dysfunction necessary. It was a great show, man. That, that's one of my favorite all-time television shows. I don't know if it's my favorite, one of my favorite. I have but it's a I great have them show. All on DVD. Do you? Yeah. I'd like to rewatch it sometime. I'll bring them over when, sometime. Yeah, please do. When we're oh, bo- I fucking love that show. It was a great show. It was an excellent show. I don't like. I the said the comedic timing of Dave. Yeah, um, is is phenomenal. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. And Stacy Keach is just a great. Stacy Keach is I good. I love Stacy. Everything Keech. he does is good. Yeah. He was in Coach, right? Back in the day, he was I Coach. I never want. No, he wasn't Coach. Okay, that was another dude. Are you I sure? I forget his name. Positive. Okay, he was in Cheech and Chong. Are you? He sure? was Officer Sedenko. Officer Sedenko. I thought Stacy. He was the cop that kept chasing them around and like thought... up in smoke. I thought Coach. I thought he was Stacy Keach. No, telling you, I don't know who that guy's name is. Hmm. But yeah. So, anyways, that was good. So uh, the, the so the journalist did last year's um, getting back on track for the second time during this small little segment. Oh, you're uh, gonna go back off track again? It was Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. That's who it was. I told you it wasn't him. Isn't he like the same person as Stacy Keach? No, not even close. Stacy. Stacy Keach is foul. Oh my god! I, you're just—I'm thinking about the show now, like all the funny moments that Stacey Keats, like when they both get locked up. They kind of look alike. No, they don't. Yeah, you're right. They don't. They don't. You're just drunk. All right, put it down. You're buckled. Put oh, your dude, he was in—he uh, was in American History X. Stacey Keats. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's in a lot of. Yeah, he was the—he was the dad, I think, or the yeah, lead, or the leader of the. Of yeah, that little group they were a part of. Titus was a great show. It was Titus on. Was it was amazing. only on for three seasons though. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It was a good show. Dave was probably my favorite character out of all of them because he would just come in and be like, and just say the 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 thing you were waiting for 
and you and it was just like perfect. Yeah, the timing of it was just perfect. Epic. Uh, yeah, and he's just and he's so dumb, <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh, sorry, I, sorry. I know, get, I know what we should name it. Sorry to get you off track, again. Dave. <laughs> Anyways. Dave. <laughs> yeah. So Ron Chernow was uh, last year's. Michelle Wolf was the year before that, and like I said, she. Um, the reason why we didn't have a comedian last year is because of her smoky eye. Well, I'd say one of her one of the reasons was the smoky eye joke that she did on Sarah Sanders, um, which a lot of people, who um, I would say mostly right wing people, did think that she went after her. La- I don't know if she has a lazy eye or something wrong with her right eye or something offset. It just looks different, right? Yeah, it does. Um, so it's noticeable. Now it's some, not something that someone should be made fun of for, but. I think what people are forgetting that smoky eye is literally what they call the makeup they do around the eyes. Yeah. That's like an actual thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was making fun of her eye. The joke was like, you know, you know, Sarah loves facts so much that she burns it up and then makes a, a great smoky eye with them <laughs> or some shit like that. So anyways, Hassan Minaj actually um, hosted it in 2017 by himself. Uh, and then during the, la- the last two years of Obama's uh, reign or presidency, 2016 is last year, Larry Wilmore. Um, he's the one that ended the... Uh, um, With the, the mic night- drop, right? The mic drop, I guess, bef- was it, I don't know if it was before or after Obama's mic drop, but he ended it with, um, he called um, President Obama his N-word. Yeah. In quotes. My N-word. I agree with him. <laughs> I agree, one hundred percent. I'm surprised we had a comedian the next year after that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, 2015 we saw uh, we saw Cecily Strong, uh, who is the who's a comedian from the SNL show. Um. She's still there now. She does um does a lot of the political stuff there too, the political skits. Um. But we saw Key from Key and Peel, um, as his uh. Famous anger tra- Obama anger yeah, translator. Yeah, anger translator. Oh, that was great. Those skits are great. Those skits are great. I but like then them. when he did it at the behind Obama as Obama was speaking, <laughs> that was like over the top. Because I was laughing my ass off. It was like everything you've ever been waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah, because uh, Peel, Jordan Peel was Obama mm-hmm. in the skits, right? Yeah. So when yeah. you actually see the subject of yep. the skit. It's like and a one. Then the anger translator. It's like a once in a lifetime thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was, was hilarious. Pretty, it was neat. So yeah, we got um, White House correspondents there coming up. We have a comedian back in charge. Good. So should be interesting. Comedian should be fun again. Comedians should be in charge of these types of things yeah. because it's supposed to be a gaggle of you know the press versus the presidency. Yeah, it's always a a, a clash. You know, it's they don't always get along. No, they don't. Um, and it's especially to think that the press is far left. They hammered Obama on a lot of his policies they did. too. And what well, and what I was going to say was, right now, Trump's relationship with the press has been especially contemptuous. Well, he he makes it that way though too. He does, yeah, he does. He he likes chaos, and he even admitted that mm-hmm. he likes chaos. That's right. why he has so many hirings and firings, and so many open positions, and so many unfilled judgeships too. Yeah, you know, it just. Well, maybe not the judgeships. Went a little. I don't know what I was thinking there. <clears throat> Scratch that. Reverse it. We're not editing this, right? No. No. Okay. Let's just forget that happened. 
<laughs> it's the Pink Whitney talking. Oh, so suddenly now it's, and now it's the Pink Whitney. Now talking. it's the Pink Whitney. Well, I'm not yawning over here. I'm not yawning either. You did. When? Do uh, you got a timestamp? About 33 minutes and 14 seconds ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've been ranting that long. Holy so anyways, what else we got? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, Mad Mike Hughes. I've been feeling a little sad lately. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're not on the couch. Oh, whoops. Not yet. You mean like event, world stuff? Not yet, big boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about the guy who believes in the flat earth theory who tried to to rocket himself into space. R.I.P. Let's talk about that guy. Mad Mike Hughes. He he did die. He died. Yes. We're going to just let you know right away. So <laughs> we're gonna let you know right off the right bat. Off the bat, this, this is a died. sad story, and we're gonna make fun of it a little bit. He was what sixty? Sixty three. Sixty three. I think. Um, so Christ. he was a flat earther. Sure. Okay. Who was trying to build his own rockets mm-hmm. because he could, but there was a side purpose to it. It was to get to that sixty-two point whatever mile mark where you could see the world outline in space. You can yes. see the curvature. Yes. You just about yawned there again, didn't you? I did. You fought that one off, man. <laughs> you were hoping I wouldn't catch it. You <laughs> son of a bitch. You're over here about to snooze. Nope, keep going. So anyways. Wide awake. <laughs> so he wanted to get to this point where he could see the curvature of the earth or the flatness of the earth, right? Sorry, you're just you're just going to, like, it's going to cut over to me and my head's just going to be on the table. And you're going to go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so anyways. <clears throat> So this guy was building these rockets, and it was getting higher and higher each time. And so what was the video? The first video I showed you was the one where it was successful, right? It was like a year or two ago. Yeah, he he's <clears throat> the launch was successful, and he... I don't know how high he got, but... I don't know how high he got. Pretty high. It worked. But one parachute opens. You can hear yep. the guy in the video like, oh, he's still dropping pretty fast. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the second parachute opens. Yep. And he comes down a little easier, but then when we were get, he was getting pulled out of the uh, rocket they said oh he's he he told them that like i hurt my back he felt like he broke his back right he's like i feel like i might have a broken back right so just be careful so the second launch he gets taken up yeah it goes off you watch it he's on this little uh this thing that guides the, the rocket up and um you see something fly out the back and you're like huh well that looked like his parachute yep <laughs> well you already know you're watching this video because he he didn't make it. Yeah. So you're watching, and apparently he had a filmography team there. Oh. There was a, uh, there was a, there was a, I can't remember if it was the History Channel or some channel, was they sent a documentary crew over there to talk about, um, you know, self self space exploration. Right. Right. People building their own rockets to try and get up there. Well, the first one they were filming was this guy because he's well known for it. Is that a big? Is that a, like a big field? Ah, uh, apparently to wow. run to to. Try and get a, a film crew out to you know visit people. Yeah. So he was the first one they were visiting. Wow. And he fucking killed himself. Jesus. Not on purpose. No. But um, yeah. So the video shows him taking off, and his parachute blowing out the back. So as yeah. On his way up, and yeah. there's no way to stop it from there. As he's launching, you can clearly see the uh, parachute malfunction. Yeah. He went up pretty high. Yeah. And he was launched very high into the sky, and it was just a free-for-all back down. And you hear the commentary from the people. They're like, oh, where's his parachute? Yep. Why is his parachute not deploying? 
What's going on? And it's literally at their feet. Yep. Just sitting there. They probably thought that was part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like taking off, the taking off part. <sighs> That's sad, man. And it's crazy. Can you see the fucking thing just falling at such a rate of speed? Yep. It made it, uh, I think they said they estimated about a thousand feet in the air. Ooh. Can you imagine like being dropped in a metal tube a thousand feet? No. Coming straight down that's, on the nose. That's You're like tough. facing your death. That's tough. So RIP Mike Hughes. Rest in or, peace. Yeah, mad Mike Hughes. Um, so uh, I guess the conclusion of the story is the world is round and Mike Hughes is flat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, <clears throat> the world is not flat. It's Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes is flat, not the world. Not <laughs> not the earth. Well, that was rude. <laughs> it was kind of a joke. But it was sort of funny. Yeah, it was kind of, Comedy. Uh, gotta look for the funny. Comedy. Gotta find the funny, man. Gotta I agree with you. Gotta find the funny. I agree with you. I mean, it's sad, but, hey, you know, it's, uh, what do they call it? Um, Darwinism? Dar- yeah, survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, if you're gonna sh- if you're going to launch yourself a thousand feet in the air, you need to be prepared to accept the consequences. How do you not have you any, know other, I mean? any other backups? Like, even people who just base jump have two parachutes. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. If you're going to think... If you're smart enough to build a rocket and actually launch yourself, you should be smart enough to invent some kind of a fail-safe. An ejection? Right. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how much those seats are in jets, by the way, in the military. Uh, probably, just those seats alone. Probably a lot. Probably like a year's worth of some public, some kids at public schools education. Mm. For, for well, they one. were well, they were spending how much on those mugs that they kept breaking? Thirteen hundred bucks mm-hmm. on a coffee mug. Who and was they it? Kept breaking them. Who was it that was spending all that money on pens? I don't know about pens. Someone was spending a ton of money on pens. I don't know. I didn't I, hear that. I one. think it was um, Jeff Sessions. He was buying expensive pens. Mm-hmm. I know of Ben Carson's thirty thousand dollar China set. Or dining room set, and um, well, I believe you, but and uh, the the former um, Scott was it Scott Pruitt, former EPI guy. <clears throat> that might be what I'm thinking about. That sounds familiar. Well, he was the one that left because he was spending crazy amounts of money um, just for personal items. Like he took private jet flights, private because he said he needed a security detail everywhere he went. Blah blah blah. What a douche! I mean. I can um, see it, but here it is: EPA's Pruitt, one thousand five hundred and sixty dollars on twelve customized fountain pens. That's what I was thinking. of. Hundred bucks a pen. Oh, I know. I listen. Yep. Um, if it's your own money, that's one thing, because I know that some of those pens can get expensive, but they write so well, mm-hmm. and they are, ex- you know, they're like really fine pens. Um, but when you're spending government money on it, wow! Just yeah. fucking use a bic, bro. Yeah, so listen to you this. You just get a Bic. Get a pack of them. Yeah, listen it's to like this. like two bucks. This is from The Guardian, okay? So it was 1,500. Left-wing fi- media. <laughs> 1,500. Site left-wing media. Yeah, but hold on. I know, I'm joking. This, it might be It might be left-wing, but these numbers. Because I'm sure it's legit. Yeah, but they it's can't. It's just being reported right. by left-wing because they can't, right-wing. The numbers can't be them. made up. So it's well, one. They, they could be made up, I guess, but. They'd have to retract and all that shit. Yeah. So it's $1,560 on pens, $2,963 on a standing, quote-unquote, captain's desk. How much? $2,963. Uh, 
Well, those things that they advertise on TV are only like 300 bucks. So but they're a, ugly looking, so I'm sure it was customized. Yeah. So that's probably why it was like Well, it's a captain's desk. Yeah, yeah. 2000 bucks. So Did it have like one of those fucking captain ship wheels where you... <laughs> I don't know. We like steer the ship. So it says, <laughs> so ready for this one? What? $138,670 on doors. No way. So in March, it doors? was re- yep. It was reported that the Interior Department spent nearly one hundred and thirty-nine thousand dollars on up- interior doors to upgrade three sets of doors in the <laughs> office of the secretary. How many doors does he have in his fucking office? They how were, many? Or- how many I, doors? I don't know. They were made out of fiberglass, so they spent fiberglass. <clears throat> yeah. Did they have racing stripes too? So it's sixty-seven thousand nine hundred and sixty-one thousand and twenty-eight dollars on golf. He was only in that position like a few months. I know. He <laughs> spent all that money? And here we go. 31. And I bet you the replacement spent even more reversing all that shit. Yeah. So it's 31000 on a dining set. And this is what you were talking about, Ben, ben Carson. Ben Carson. Well, that's that's like the only thing I know of that he spent money on. It was just that, but it sounded ridiculous. Ready but for it this? was like for his office. Like he's going to eat dinner there every night. You ready for this? Oh, God. So then the final one is 43000 on a soundproof privacy booth. And what, so, so we can tape his confessionals? Well, it's not clear what Pruitt <laughs> does in the privacy booth. <laughs> and then it ends with the cost of Robert Mueller's investigation. Priceless. Oh my. <laughs> of course, because it's a left-wing media. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so that's, that's too much. And hold on a second. Let me right. go back and check something here. Hurry up. We don't need dead air here. Because I was going to go on to the next thing. Yeah, I'm scolding Mike live on the radio, on the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Go to the next thing. All right. So while you're looking, whatever you're looking at, um, the next story I was going to bring up was uh, bankrupt Boy Scouts may need to sell their Norman Rockwell art to pay sexual abuse victims. First off, let me let me just ponder this for a second. How do they have Norman Rockwell paintings to begin with? Yeah, that's, How? Pre- that's pretty crazy. So they have a 1,700 lawsuits over alleged sexual abuse dating back decades. So I don't even think that has anything on the Me Too movement. What, what movement would that be? They didn't even have a, have a hashtag for the, for the Boy Scouts of America. So they acknowledge that um, those are some of the valuable assets they had, potentially worth millions Um and that the legal fight over these 1,700 lawsuits is that they should sell these paintings to pay the victims. Um, It doesn't state, though, how many of these paintings they have. Um, They could be worth, from what I understand, um, based on Norman Rockwell painting um, sales, or uh, recent sales, um, roughly... Um, let's see, the record sale at an auction for a Rockwell painting was $46 million for um, the painting uh, entitled Saying Grace, um, an oil canvas piece depicting a mealtime prayer that Rockwell painted in 51, 1951, according to an auction house um, in New York. Um, there was another one that sold for like $40.1 million. So if, you, if you're looking at smaller paintings of Rockwell's, that could break in a couple tens of millions of dollars for those uh, for the kids that are and affected. How many, how many of the Boy Scouts have? Does it say how many they have? 
Or does it just say they have in It just says that they have some of his paintings in their possessions as far as their assets are concerned. Hmm. It didn't state how many they did have. Wow. But multiple. Multiple. And I think the... It's a lot of money. Yeah. I think the original article had like... um, I don't know if it was like pictures of those paintings that they had or ones that recently sold. Yeah. There was at least a half a dozen. Wow. So if they had a half a dozen, can you imagine how much that would be worth? Yeah, that's a, probably you're you're approaching what a couple hundred million. No, I wouldn't say a couple hundred million. It well, depends on the size and how popular yeah. the painting is and, and the appraisal value. Okay. Yeah, it just depends, um, resale value and all that stuff. So um, apparently Norman Rockwell had personal ties to the Boy Scouts. Um, it's uh, he died. Norman Rockwell died in seventy eight, nineteen seventy eight, at eighty four. Um, but apparently he um, he created a series of pen and ink drawings for the Boy Scouts hike book and was appointed art director for of Boy's Life, the Scouts magazine, and at 19 years old. Wow. Um, so apparently uh, these must have been donated. That's what it looks like. Wow. Yeah. So he created 51 annual illustrations for the Boy Scouts calendar. Um, so apparently he has ties to the Boy Scouts. Hmm. That's interesting. So is Norman Rockwell a creep? Wow. Fair question. Fair question. No, he I'm might. Be. <laughs> well, I know Lana Del Rey recorded an album about her. About him? Yeah. Well, not about him, but she she titled it "Fucking in, Norman Rockwell." Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, that was recent too. Last year. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I've not really listened to Lana Del Rey, but Lena. 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 I have a friend that's really into him. Or I should say a high school or high school buddy. Her. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, but did you find your thing, by the way? What thing? Whatever you were looking for. Mm. I, was looking. <laughs> I was looking for something. Jesus Christ. You was, told me to move on to that story so you could look up whatever the hell you were looking up there. Oh, I was... I. What I was looking for, it, it led me down the I'm path. I'm shaking my head, by the way. It led me down the path to how much Trump has spent on golf. Oh, good Lord. Is that what you were looking up, though? Yeah. It's probably a lot. It's a lot. We already know it's a lot. It's 100. It's over 300 million, I'm sure. Well, not yet. I'm sure it's going to get there over the life of his presidency. It's 129 million seven hundred and nine thousand and eighty nine dollars That's estimated. Estimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard he spent about a third of his presidency there, which is basically every weekend. Are you okay with that? No. I wasn't okay with the amount that Obama golfed, but I was okay that he was golfing on um, government, uh, mostly, I should say, not all. Uh, Most of his time that he spent golfing was on um, government courses. Yeah. So it wasn't like, not like Obama owned his own courses, um, but... uh, Trump's a counterpuncher, man. So if people are going to get on about golfing, he's going to rub it in their face and still go to his own place. Yeah, that's what he does. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. What a dickhead. So I can see that. I'm not happy about it. I'm going to call him a dickhead. Okay, that's fine. I used to hashtag dipshit him all the time. That's you. Not me. Oh. The buzzing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hashtag dipshit. That's what I used to title every tweet at him for like the first two years of his presidency. And then it just got old. Yeah. it's Well, it's tough to keep up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. Um, I just don't pay attention to him anymore on, on Twitter. I try not to. I try to. not to. Yeah. It pops up in the news, though. I don't have a Twitter, so. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. No shit. So, anyways, uh, so here's some left wing negative news as well, because Boys Boys Council of America is kind of one of them. But former Baltimore mayor sentenced three years in child book fraud case. I don't know if you remember this. This came up a couple of years ago. So, um, Catherine Pugh was on a mission to burnish the uh, image of her adopt- adoptive hometown, um, which is Baltimore. A city battered by rioting and soaring mor- uh, murder rate and a history of corruption at the city hall police department. Well, um, she was sentenced three years of prison on Thursday after pleading guilty to fraud, tax evasion, and conspiracy. Pew became a symbol of the defun- dysfunction that is long... Um, permeated in Maryland's largest city and sown distrust amongst its beleaguered residents. Hmm. Interesting, right? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. She used to, f- like, not scream, but she would, like, um, decry that, you know, the corruption would end under her watch. Wow. And it, it did not. And it <laughs> turned out she was probably the most corrupt. So what she did with her books, um, she used her series of self-published um uh, quote-unquote, Healthy Holly children's books to orchestrate a scheme in which her she generated more than $800,000 in income while failing to deliver tens of thousands of copies of these books to public schools. How fucking shitty wow. is that? So you got all these kids sitting there waiting for books. I don't think they knew about these books, but the schools were. Sure, the schools were waiting for It's almost for like a Blagojevich thing. Yeah. Because Blagojevich would, was, uh, you know, kind of ripping off children's hospitals. Oof. And so he, was, th- he was also a Democrat. What do you think the odds of a pardon for her are? Uh, fucking zero. <laughs> negative? Can we go in the negative? What's that tell you? She did say she accepted the responsibility, though. How big of her? That's good. Mm. 69 years old. At least she She's got to do out, three years in prison. At least she came out and said, I'm, I was wrong, and I'm sorry for that. And it almost has, you almost have to. Well, yeah. Because like, like she was caught. She definitely did not deliver those books and then took the money. It's like Scott's Tots from the <laughs> office when he, when he promises to pay for college for everybody. And then he's like, I brought you laptop batteries instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I will say that I just um, got into a subscription club for them uh, every quarter. It's a company that does like these little subscription boxes where they send you like the T-shirt of the quarter, mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of other like trinkets from about the show. The Office, really? Yeah, it's What's it cool. called? The Office subscription box. Really? Yeah. How much does it cost? It was like thirty nine dollars. <throat> That's not terrible. So every quarter it's gonna come out and it's gonna have a new box with mm-hmm. new offerings and uh, you can get like a little you can get a Dundee. Like no one, way. One of the things is a Dundee. One of the other things is like a Dwight Schrute bobblehead or like a, a figurine, um, pins, all kinds of stuff. You're yawning again. You need to talk more. Dude, I just want a Dundee. You just want a Dundee? Yeah. All I want it is looks a, pretty cool. All I want is a Dundee. So I signed up. You can cancel any time, but I want to see how, how cool this box so is. You're, so you're going to get the first box and then... I'm going to get the first box. And they actually just came out with a Friends one, too. Oh, Friends sucks. What? Friends? You're ridiculous. Dude, you like Friends? Friends is fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I hate Friends. Why do you hate Friends? It's one of the the worst TV shows I've ever seen in my life. I'm allowing that pause (laughs) because my jaw hit the floor. 
You're insane. It's a bad show, dude. You're terrible. It's a bad show. This is also a guy that's, that's very hypercritical of, of people's music taste, too. So I'm, I'm no, not going to take no, this no, no, easily. No, 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 no. I'm not hypercritical. You are hypercritical. Look, Jeremy, I'm only hypercritical of you. <laughs> I know it's coming <laughs> because you're hypercritical of me over it. Right. Exactly. You just admitted it. <clears throat> no. Uh, but hold on a second. You just admitted you're hypercritical. I'm only hypercritical of you because you like Alter Bridge. That's the only reason. Jimmy Walker is probably listening to this right now going, motherfucker. Does he like Alter Bridge? Yes. Fuck him too then. (laughs) (laughs) Alter Bridge is horrible. You're horrible. Look, music is subjective, okay? You love what you love and that's fine. I don't ever make fun of you for liking who you like. Because you can't. Ever. Because you can't. No, because I'm, I'm not hypercritical. No, it's because you can't. No. Every band. Oh, I, don't even go that is every band. Oh, I, every I, I band pick, that I, I li- pick solid tens, motherfucker. Every, That's what I listen to. <laughs> solid tens. Every band that I like is amazing. Yeah. Okay. End of story. We're done talking That's about this. Horseshit. We're done talking about this. I don't even know who Vampire Diaries is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that is that the band name? No. What is? <laughs> what's the band name? Vamp- Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Vampire Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude you don't know it but they just went through a name change dude <laughs> that is so dude you were so confident <laughs> you were like i don't even know who vampire i didn't, Di- I didn't know who i honestly was just guessing on the name dude, I, I knew it had the vampire in it bro you were like i don't even know who vampire diaries there's is. an actual isn't there a show there's a show called vampire diaries or something i think like so that. yeah <laughs> that was the funniest shit. <laughs> that was great. No, but yeah, see how that. Oh, well, your your me, taste of music is awesome. You need to know a fucking name, band name named Vampire Diaries. What Jeremy was talking about is Vampire Weekend. No, I was talking about Vampire Diaries because <laughs> that's how much they they are awesome that I remember their name. Oh man, definitely no pink. <sighs> definitely no Pink Whitney for episode five. No, this was fun. I think people <laughs> enjoy this one. Oh man! I think people will enjoy it. Don't don't knock the pink window. But we went through a whole bottle, man. I know that's a lot. I mean, the cost per episode here has gone up exponentially. <laughs> I gotta get a thirteen dollar bottle of booze every time we do this. Yeah, we need to get it. We need to get a, a sponsor. <laughs> Quick, we're or we're in trouble. <laughs> um, what? One of the other things. By the way, extra pink this time. I told you that, right? You did. You said it's supposedly a, pinker than right. So before. one of their more recent podcasts, they kept saying that people were having this uh, sit around for a little bit mm-hmm. and it would fade. Sure. So the pink would. And they turn. called in and complained, right? Right. Yeah. Or they tweeted. Wow. You know, because people do have Twitter, unlike yourself. <laughs> Apparently, I can check it whenever I want. <laughs> I totally gave you the passwords to it. Um, what did you? Uh, hold on. There's one story here that we didn't talk about. Uh, there's a few that we didn't talk about. No, but there's one that I like specifically made it a point to like read things about it. The Greta story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The anti-Greta Thunberg. Mm, there's yeah. a lot in there. There is a lot about this, but do you want to just touch on it? We can touch on it. Okay. Because I think I mentioned we were going to bring it up, and I, we never did. Well, yeah, let's just talk about it quick. Like, Let's just say a couple things about it. Sure. Let me scroll back up. Yeah, scroll back up to the top. Um, so apparently, uh, listeners, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Are you losing your page because you're like ripping it apart? No, there is a a 19 year old girl from Germany. 
And her name is Naomi Seeped. Is that how you I'd, pronounce it? I don't know. Seeped, Seeped. Seeped. Something. Just say seat. Seat. It's S. It's S E I B T. Um, and she calls herself the anti Greta Thunberg. 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 It's pretty I crazy. How to pronounce her name? Uh, yeah, it's pretty bizarre. No, go ahead. Keep going because I gotta look for it. Well, apparently, so. So she's um, she's taking the opposite stance. Right. So she's she thinks it's hilarious, not so, hilarious, but she well, thinks that it's it's. Um, she denounces what she calls right. climate alarmism, mm-hmm. and she calls the climate consciousness a despicably anti-human ideology, and that's a quote from her. Yeah, and she's also using the "how dare you," right? The, she stole "how dare you" from Greta Thunberg. Yeah, thief Thunberg. Yeah, so she's nineteen. Mm-hmm. Greta's what 16, sixteen, seventeen now. Yeah, something like that. Um, so basically she is now the rights version of Greta. Yep. And so everything that the, um, the people on the right that bash Greta for and the left for using Greta, they are now doing with this Naomi chick. Right. So they're putting her up on a pedestal. They're Mm -hmm. bringing her to, she's at CPAC this weekend, right? She was, she's going to be in the, she's going to be, I think. Yeah. She's going to be in the United States for the first time ever. At the CPAC. So that was like yesterday and today. Yeah. So she was at the CPAC speaking, which I didn't get to see much of. I didn't either. Um, by know, the way. I know Donald Trump spoke at it. Of course he did. And the whole family did. Yeah. Um, oh. Apparently well, he did a great job. Someone was given a, uh, they had a Congress session um, yesterday and he said he could, oh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Ah, uh, what's his name? Is it my favorite congressman, Matt Gates? No, it's not. No, he was actually on the View the other day, though. Matt Gates was. Yeah. Did someone was... did someone throw a milkshake at him? No, no. Oh, I um, wish. I could. I can. Joy, keep... Joy didn't really take I, too kind to him. I can dream. They were they were throwing little cheap jabs at each other <laughs> he's the whole a, time. He's a douchebag. He is a dick. He's a complete douchebag. Um, no, but. Um, one of Trump's top aides. Dude, check your phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it because I'm the one time. Um, so I'm I'm drawing a blank on a name though. Uh, he runs the. He kind of runs over the. He has um, what's his face's old job? Rex uh, Tillerman's job. Oh yeah, Rex Tillerson. Yeah, Tillerson. Who is it? I'm drawing a blank on his name. Rex Tillerson? Wasn't he the... No, his old... No, the guy that has his job now. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm drawing a fucking blank on it. Hold on. We're looking this up. So anyways, he was sitting in front of Congress. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know who it was here in a second. And so they had... um. Okay, Secretary of State. Hold on, we're looking this up. It's gonna... I'm gonna get slapped in the face with this freaking name, and I'm gonna go, why didn't you remember it? So anyways, Secretary of State was sitting in front of Congress and uh, they were asking questions. They were like, listen, um, you only allotted us uh, two hours to um, talk to you today when we needed more. Mike Pompeo. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Knew that. Pink Whitney got me all flustered. (laughs) So so Mike Pompeo is sitting there in front of Congress and he's uh, answering questions about the whole Iran deal. Mm-hmm. The, the the military strikes and all that stuff and there was also asking him coronavirus questions but he was there mostly for the Iran deal stuff 
um, the decisions to make this, you know, to strike Soleimani and the, you know, the reactions that we saw from Iran and all that stuff. So he's sitting there only for two hours. He limited Congress. He said, I can only be there for two hours. They wanted a little bit more time. They wanted to investigate a little bit more. Um, and then he wouldn't speak to anything uh, that was classified. Sure. Like they wanted to know what the in the imminent threats were. They wanted yeah. to get to the bottom of that, and he wouldn't discuss because it's still classified, apparently. Okay. So, um, so anyways, he said, "Yeah, um, I'm, it's only a two-hour thing because I got to be at CPAC." <laughs> so he told our Congress that he that he, he couldn't sit in a longer interview than two hours because he needed to get on a flight to go to CPAC. Wow, that's our elected official right there. Well, Not elected. But where's CPAC being held this year? I don't know. Not at Congress. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it in Cleveland last year? I don't know where it's at this Forget year. Forget where it was. So anyways, he was there, and that, that kind of reminded me of talking about this anti-Greta chick. What garbage. Yeah, so... Um, He's kind of a tool, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he is definitely yeah. a tool. Well, I mean, you have to have a thick, a thick skin when you're in the Trump administration and you want to stay there. Yeah. And then you have to be... You have to have some sort of level of asshole in you to stay mm-hmm. there because you can't cave in when people ask you questions. And you know the answer to them, and you don't want to give it, or you just want to play it out, don't answer them at all. Um, Chris Wallace had an issue with uh, um, Kellyanne Conway the other week, because I watch his show on Sunday mornings, because mm-hmm. um, I think he's fair. He asks fair questions of both, to yeah, both I don't, parties. I don't mind Chris Wallace at all. If you have a chance, watch his shows. I think it's like 1 o'clock on Sundays. It's uh, yeah Sunday... Oh, what the hell is the name of the show? It's like Sunday mornings with Chris Wallace or some shit like that. So he had he had Kellyanne Conway on, and uh, she was being a, a dick to him, not answering, <laughs> like you know, doing her n- typical, the whole typical like, dancing around the question the thing, alternative facts thing. Well, it's not even she wasn't even doing that. She was just not answering the question. You know, like when they when they ask about the pre- president's performance in this one specific thing, they got to like list all of his accomplishments and then dance around the question and yeah. not answer it. Sure. Well, you know, the president's done this, this, and, and they're like, listen, I didn't ask you what he's done. I asked you what this is. And, you know, that's what she does. So he was even getting frustrated with her, like, big time. And Stephen Miller does the same thing. And Stephen Miller was on a show once, too. And that did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Stephen Miller, but... Stephen Miller's a dude, That buddy. did not go well. So this anti-Greta chick... He's creepy. Um, he is very creepy. Remember that time he did that LeBron spray-on hair thing? Yeah, what was that? And all now about? he's he's not, he's just accepting his baldness. Yeah, which is what he should have just done from the start. It looked weird, man. What's that sprinkle on hair shit too? That 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 this one company has. Yeah, that that was from back in the day. No, they still have it today though. Do they really? Yeah, for people with thinning hair. That's scary. But it, it's like follicles. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like they, it stands up from your scalp. Wow. To make it look like you have real hair. That's weird. Crazy. Creepy. I don't have to look into that. No, but Stephen Miller's actually married now. To who? Apparently a person. He just got married the other week. And I can't even get a text back. <laughs> this guy's married and I can't even get a text back. He's married. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Who was it? I think it was like a cousin or a niece. She, I think it was a niece of Kellyanne Conway. Is she alive? No, I. Well, it's funny. It's funny in, in Washington to see all these, like, these people that work for an administration, you see it in a lot of administrations. Yeah. They have family members that then work underneath them or in some other department, and they kind of run into other people's family members, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of hook up and marry. Well, I, th- I think he was married. 
He's now married to, I think, a niece of Kellyanne Conway. Wow. Kellyanne Conway. You're yawning on the mic again. <laughs> no one would know if you didn't I, say anything. Bullshit. That was on. That was noticeable as shit. <laughs> I heard it in my ears, man. Wow. <laughs> so anyways, sorry if that was your car speakers that blew up. Um, so anyways, we have a now a Naomi and Greta Thunberg, uh, you know, mashup. It really should be a celebrity death match. That's yeah. all, the only th- it's the only reason this should go on anymore. It should be, yeah. We have the right using Naomi, the left using Greta. It should just be a celebrity death match and over it goes. Whoever wins wins honestly it's it's great that we have young people you know striking up a movement for either side that they believe in sure i really do not knock naomi and naomi even says that she goes i don't knock what greta does i really admit admire mm-hmm. her for going out and saying something that she believes yeah. in and being and that's really cool of her to say that it is yeah um she thinks it's 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 just awesome for her to come out and go this is how i feel about it this is the science i use to prove what i'm you know the, the research that i use to prove my points yeah uh, my talking points and um, she goes, I think that we're, uh, there's a direct quote in here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but, yeah, she basically said, I think it's awesome. I, I don't think that we should knock her for, for you know, having her love out there. She wants to make the world better. And, you know, we all should do that. But this isn't as big of a thing as it needs to be. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. she's. I believe she's wrong, but fair enough. I believe she's wrong, but we're. All, I'm also looking at two people that are just kids. Right. They're young. They're just reading Well, signs. technically, she's an adult. Yes. She's 19. Well, I, I feel like I'm like old enough now to say that those people are still kids. How old are you? I'm 33. 33. Okay. Asshole. Thanks for making me <laughs> say that out loud. I'm 29. There you go. I said it. Congratulations. So, and you have twins. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. <laughs> so, anyways, um, oh, by the way, they they asked Greta about this chick, and she declined to comment. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. She yeah. might be the oldest one out of all of us. Yeah, right. I mean, that's crazy. Good for her. Um, so, yeah, I it's interesting. to comment. It's interesting. Um, but, yeah, we have the right and left now fighting over which kid's better. Well, of course. Um. We're gonna now, fight. We're gonna fight over now everything. Now they're both putting a kid on a pedestal right. and exploiting them for sure. what they are, which is terrible. To when help really, we should just look at the fucking science. The science says that there's a problem. Yeah, most of the science. Yeah, most well, I, of it. I, most of it. Yeah. Well, when you say most of it, it's like ninety-eight percent of it. I think I said this before. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get into it because I really don't know exactly how many scientists say yes or no. Right. That's just what we're told. We're mm-hmm. told that ninety eight percent, but really, is there really somebody going around asking each scientist, "Hey, what do you think? Yes, no, yeah, you, yes, no, yeah, you, yes, no"? I don't think there's anything like that. We're, we're that's an estimated number. You know, ninety eight out of but 100. most of I would say most of the science that is out there Support, published supports support yeah. global climate change. Ninety eight out of a hundred scientists agree. Mm. Greta Thunberg is right. Even uh, even our boy Biff was like, listen, I'm not going to deny that the climate's changing. He's like, you know, do I think it's for the for the worst? He goes, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, good for him. We're changing our, our points here. You know, it's just, the earth is shifting. Yeah, sure. Well, So where's the North and South Pole going to be? I'm glad he thinks that. Could be Miami. 
Miami needs a little bit of a rejuvenation. <laughs> Florida in general. Have you ever been to Miami? Uh flew in once. It's not good. Connecting. Get the old Mike Thomas not good. Not <laughs> the old the old not good for Mike Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Sure. Yeah, that's not good. Have you been to Miami? I have not. Well, how the fuck would you know? It's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Miami is very hot. All right, I'm going through here to see if there's anything else we should mention before we end the podcast tonight. Yeah. Because we're losing Mike. We're not losing Mike. We're losing Mike slowly. We should go get some food after this. I'm not hungry. You're not? I ate before we started this thing. I'm starving. It's because you let your fries get cold or some shit. I always get hungry when I drink. Oh, well, don't you have snacks? Anyways, let's see. Norman Rockwell, Betsy DeVos, orders a probe after USA Today finds college evidently without faculty or students. That's interesting. She says... Oh, yeah, that's the South Harmon Institute of Technology. Is it? Yeah. I'm just looking through it now. No, (laughs) you remember the movie Accepted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the South Harmon Institute of Well, they of actually Technology. had students. Yeah, but they... And Louis Black was their, was their professor. Right, right. So but they that, did exist. But technically... It was just they, a party They school. didn't at first. No, this was... Um, so this was uh, Regan National University. Regan or Reagan, however you want to pronounce it, um, was approved by the accrediting... Council for Independent uh, Colleges and Schools. It um, has a history of approving self uh, several for-profit universities that suddenly closed, such as ITT Tech, which we always heard shit for because there was IT Tech up in PA here. Um, Corinthian Colleges uh, in the mid-2010s. Phoenix. Hmm? Is Phoenix University one of them? No. Oh. The accreditor still operates mainly because it saved... It was saved by the Education Department in 2018 under um, Secretary Betsy DeVos. On Thursday, DeVos told Congressional Committee um, that she was troubled by USA Today's report and she launched an investigation as a result. She said she was not happy to read that. We have an investigation launched and we're on it. Hmm. Well, they weren't on it before USA Today found out. So USA Today was on it. USA Today was on it. Good job, USA Today. So it wasn't clear what the investigation would entail. Um, the boss didn't even specify what the investigation was, uh, looking into, um, whether it was going to focus on, um, the accreditor ACICS, which helps accredit these places, mm-hmm. um, or the university or both hmm. that Regan or Reagan university or both. Um, yeah, it's interesting. She's not a very good secretary of education. Oh, she's terrible. I have to be honest with you. I had a nice dis- I have a nice discussion with some people about how government thinks the how people think that the government shouldn't have a big role or as or any role in education at all in our states. How's that go? Well, I say that I don't mind it. I just mm-hmm. needs to be regulated or overseen a little bit more thoroughly. And the other person usually says it shouldn't be in our states at all. It should be state run. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I'd like to dig in that a little deeper as a thought. I don't know much about how well how much better a state run for my experience from my experience is like I agree with you. I have a kind of a limited education on you know how schools should be funded. Yeah. Um but it, it's to my understanding that if it was up to the states 
there would be there would be certain states that would severely lack the funds to properly oh very true so like so you almost have that well you would have that anyways right you would have the the big brother looking over the little brother all the time anyways because he's got to provide funding for it in a sense but imagine if imagine if a state like arkansas or georgia or alabama didn't get the help that they get now (laughs) it would be a hundred times worse than it is well they're already in the lower half of the exact lower third Exactly. Of the states and in, in education. Right. But imagine if they didn't get federal money. What if they became the top? Well, yeah, that'd be... And the North became the South. Did the whole, like, flip-floppy? Mm-hmm. Flip, Flippy-floppy? That would be the perfect time for a second Civil War. Flippity-floppity-floop? <laughs> well, talking about education, U.S. students, apparently there was a report that came out, um, U.S. students lag other countries in math. Well, we're, get, we're getting smoked, apparently. I'm terrible at math. We're getting smoked. Are you good at uh, math? I'm pretty good at math. I'm terrible at math. I mean, on, on the fly, has struggled a bit lately just because I don't do it as much as yeah. I used to. Oh, well, yeah. Um, and that's kind of one of those things where it's something you got to practice well, I can to do, keep up on. I mean, I can do, like, multiplication and division and stuff, like, in my head, like most normal people can. Divide 1310 by 4. What? 1310 by 4. Divide it. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Then you can't do it in your head. No. <laughs> Okay, look, <laughs> what I meant was if you told me to, to like do like nine divided by three, yeah, I would know the answer is three, but like, are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just wanting to make you sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if you if you gave me a number like 2,522 well, yeah, 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 divided yeah. by seven, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> so here's how much of a math nerd I am. I used to ask my teacher to give me like a super long division problem mm-hmm. on a piece of paper, like, yeah. Um, like a construction, like a massive construction piece of paper. And I would go home and ask, you, like my mom, I'm pretty sure she would remember this. I would get in my kitchen floor and fucking connect all these pieces of paper because it would become, it would become like a floor-long problem. So you'd keep crazy. carrying the one? Or whatever it would be. Whatever number. Could be more than one. Right, whatever number. I'd be, yeah. I'd, it's keep... super fucking long. Oh, my God. I was such a nerd. I was so, I found that fun when I was a kid. Yeah. So yeah, I do like math. The only the last time that I had fun doing math was those like one hundred problem timed quiz thingies that oh, they would yeah, give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it was either addition or multiplication mm-hmm. and there was a hundred ones to solve and you had Well, because you usually got a prize at the end of them. Yeah, and you were Like your classroom had a prize, you know? And that was the last time that was like eighth grade. That was the last time that I had fun well, doing math. We talked about this before. So anyways, back to the, I'm going to get to that too. The reason, um, the reason probably lies in how the schools teach it. Mm. So, um, the, the article alludes to us being, um, ninth in, in reading and 31st in math literacy out of 79 count, uh, countries and economies. Okay. So we're like halfway. Yeah. Okay. A little above half, um, than the ones we're being matched up against. And that's probably because of the way we teach it, it says. Um, U.S. high schools teach math differently than other countries. Um, Classes here in America often focus on formulas and procedures. Hmm. And that is very true. Mm -hmm. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, postulates, theorems, all that bullshit. Yeah, PEMDAS. So um, rather than teaching students to think creatively about solving complex problems involving all sorts of mathematics, experts said. Hmm. Remember how we tried to implement under Obama 
a new way to do math. Common core. Common right? core. Right. And people lost their shit. Yeah. So now I think um The Common Core was a little A little weird. It was a little weird. But it was different. It was a a step in the in thinking outside the box and teaching math. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I wasn't totally against it. It was definitely weird. It was definitely yeah. But it's also not the norm from what everybody's used to. So apparently um that makes it harder for students to compete globally, um, be it on the international exams or in colleges and careers that value sophisticated thinking and data science. There is a growing chorus of math experts who recommend ways to bring America's math uh, curriculum into the 21st century to make it more reflective of what children in higher performing countries learn. Some schools experiment with ways to make math more exciting, practical, and inclusive. Um, Someone was saying that there's a lot of research that shows when you teach math in a different way, kids do better, including on test scores. Um, So they're, they're talking about one of the ways was stop teaching the geometry sandwich. So the geometry sandwich apparently is, um, let's see, you teach algebra one in ninth grade, geometry in tenth grade, and then algebra two in eleventh grade. Okay, they call that. It's just they just think it's you know setting us back. Yeah. Apparently, so I don't know. Common Core was kind of weird. Um. Despite new standards and more testing, reading and math scores, um, reading and math scores haven't budged in a decade because the article does get into Common Core and if it worked or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the move requires extra time and resources to train teachers, which our teachers were not trained for it anyways. Um, a lot of them weren't. Um, or it was limited, I should say. Um, Georgia mandated high schools teaching integrated math starting in 2008 after pushing um, after pushback from teachers and parents, it gave schools the option to go back to the old sequence in 2016. In one large survey, Georgia teachers said they didn't want to specialize in more than one math area. Hmm. Very interesting. Freakonomics apparently got into this. Really? That's a good podcast, by the way. I love it. I listen to it when I can. I'm just uh, running out of Joe Rogan experience ones that I download. <laughs> So I'm going to start getting back into Freakonomics again. So Because apparently they got into this as well. When you talk to people with uh, within the math education industry, they call, um, they think that, uh, they believe that that's true. If they teach it a different way, we would perform better. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, like, being a dad, I wonder what math homework is going to look like in 10 years. When, you know, when they're bringing it home saying, hey, you know, this is what I'm doing for homework. I'm curious and wondering what it's going to be like. Am I going to be able to figure it out? Yeah. I mean, they talk about kind of weird. Well, analytics has kind of helped progress us a little bit, too, because we look at we look at that. We look at data in a different way, Mm -hmm. especially numerically. Moneyball made baseball a lot more interesting because you broke down so much of the game. So I think that has a lot to do with it, too looking at it as a data a science you know yeah instead of just numbers and postulates and theorems and blah 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 that shit turned me so off on geometry <laughs> um, like it made me not take a math in my senior year because i had enough credits to do so the pythagorean theorem oh don't even bring that up i failed <laughs> i w- i worried so hard so much that i was gonna fail that class i got a d i never got d's in math 
You got I, a D in geometry? I hated geometry. Wow. I despised the geometry. Yeah. And it wasn't my teacher. Yeah. It was it was learning another language, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. The last math I took in high school, I think, was geometry. Geometry or algebra, too? Yeah. Yeah, I was like remedial math. I loved algebra. I was like retarded math. Mm. Can't so. say retarded, bro. Oh. I was um, remedial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that was that was an interesting story about math and how our, our country is doing poorly. Yeah. And it, I can't tell you how many friends I have that say, just like you, I'm terrible at math. Yeah. And, and it, it's one of those things where like I'm – if you – want me to read something if you want me to write something if you want me to remember mm-hmm. a date or a time or something like i'm capable of doing it yeah but if you switch to whatever side of your brain uses like numbers or relates to numbers it's just like completely the lights are off i was gonna say it's <laughs> you know? the lights are off and it's full of cobwebs in yeah my brain. and it's like i mean if you want me to do some simple addition or whatever that's fine <laughs> But like, if, you know, if you, you know, if you want me to start doing some advanced like mathematical equations, like you're asking the wrong guy. That's too funny. You will get it wrong. I will get it wrong. <laughs> or it's going to take me a good 10 minutes to figure <laughs> out how to do it. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Well, yeah. I think that's all I really had other than the Florida man. Florida man? Oh, yeah. Florida man. Get, get your Florida man up. Let okay, me get so the Florida man out. While Mike's looking for the Florida man, it should hold be on a right second. there at the yeah, end. Yeah, hold on. Right here at the end. Forgot about Florida, man. I knew you. We got a good one, right? We got a really good one. Oh boy, Florida, man. It's a little tale of Hansel and Gretel. A little tale of Hansel and Gretel, but with pills. <laughs> but with pills. <laughs> so today's Florida man event comes to us from Clearwater, Florida. Florida, Florida what? Florida men. Oh, Florida men. Yeah, you, you like. Kind of NASCAR rambled that on NASCAR's enunciation. Then they're coming down there and turn three. I'm gonna have to shut her down. <laughs> Sorry, I do like NASCAR. I'm not making fun of NASCAR fans. Yeah, no, I like NASCAR. They too. enunciate <clears throat> like crazy though. It's it's not there. So today's Florida man, Florida men. Okay, it takes us to Clearwater, Florida, and the setting is a CVS. Okay, so these alleged robbers, they held up a CVS pharmacy on New Year's Day, okay, at 5 a.m., and they wore blue surgical gloves so they would not leave prints. They waved guns at the employees and bound several of them with zip ties. Mm. They made off with a boatload of drugs and white garbage bags, (laughs) more than 10,000 pills that contained opioids, hydrocodone, and oxycodone, Mm. according to the Pinellas County Sheriff. They knew which ones they hit? Right, so it was worth an estimated $320,000. Wow. it's a lot of money. That's a lot of dough. It's a lot of fucking cash. Can you, so, like, fuck robbing registers, man. Just right. go back and take all the pills. Yeah, dude, opioids is where it's at. And those counters are open, too. It's oh, yeah, you like just the, hop right yeah, over them. Just, yeah. I mean, we're not telling people that you should <laughs> go rob your nearest pharmacy because it's so Steel. easy to do so. No, um, but... The detectives investigated the area around the store, and they started noticing pill bottles, according to the arrest warrant. The robbers, it appeared, had emptied the bottles as they made their getaway and tossed them out the window of the car. (laughs) So, in essence, the detectives just followed these pill bottles that were left like breadcrumbs that eventually led to the house where the criminals were found. 
bunch of idiots. Unbelievable. So these crim- these these thieves literally Hansel and, Hansel and Gretel their way to getting <laughs> captured. Wow. That's unbelievable. Leave it to somebody from Florida to do that to themselves. Yeah, so some of these guys, uh, I'm looking. Um, I wanted to see what they were charged with. So they were charged um, on February 5th uh, for drug trafficking. Uh, mm-hmm. The attempt, obviously the attempt. Um, oh, it's funny. They can get charged with attempt to do something, but somebody else can't get charged for attempting to do something. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Do you know the correlation I'm making there? No. Russiagate? Oh, interesting. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm not. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, so these two guys, I guess, they were facing one count each of armed robbery as well, uh, two counts of trafficking in illegal drugs, um, three counts of false imprisonment because of the tying people up. Um, and one's face, so one's facing, he's seeing, Bail, I guess, at a two hundred eighty thousand dollars. The mm-hmm. other one, the other one is at two hundred eighty-two thousand dollars. Wow! Like that extra two thousand dollars is gonna make him a difference. Yeah, and then Lampkin, his last name's Lampkin. He's the like, I guess, the main guy. His yeah, he bail, must be. his bail is set at five hundred. Half a million bucks. Half a million bucks. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Welcome to Florida. Welcome. Clearwater, Florida, where you can steal opioids, most likely get away with it as long as you don't leave a trail. Can of you empty imagine? All you had to do was just throw the pill bottles down the floor. You would have been done. That's Florida. Throwing them out the fucking window. That's How Florida. dumb are you? We need to come up with a Florida Man theme song. Uh, or like a, a little jingle. Yeah. Like, Florida Man. Florida Man. You're going to rip that off of Spider Man? <laughs> Is that Spider Man? Spider Man. Spider Man. Or Spidey Pig. You could use Spidey Pig. Yeah. We'll do whatever we want. Spidey Pig. No one's going to care. Fucking pig. Yeah, so the, uh, the bottom of that is my Doug Stanhope notes. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about Doug Stanhope. He's a great stand-up comedian. Well, I just had it there. I wanted to, like, read it. That You're... wasn't going to be a part of the show, I don't think. Okay. He does have some good points, though. The nationalism one. Yeah. Hilarious. I, I've actually seen this special. I know, great, I know what it? he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. I love it. But there's an immigrant one right below that too, <laughs> immigration. Yeah, well you've seen it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that one's great too. Doug Stanhope's a funny guy. He he's on Joe Rogan a lot too, and and it's he's just hilarious to listen to. He's been on Joe Rogan more than once. Oh, a bunch. Really? Yeah. Oh, I know because I know he was on there at least once, but I wasn't apparently sure. he has a huge fucking drinking problem. Oh my god, yeah. He <laughs> he was like, yeah, I cut back. He's like, but. Uh, I couldn't cut cold turkey because you might find me dead from not being able to <laughs> ingest yeah. alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 a big he's a big drunk for sure. Uh, it's hilarious, but not not him and his drinking problems. He is he is hilarious. Yeah, no, he is funny, not his drinking problem. Yeah, good alcoholism clarification there, is not. Yeah, not good cool. Good clarification there, Jamie. You're welcome. Um, so I what try. do you, what do you say we end this thing? I say we do it. What are we at? We're at two and a half hours. No way. Yeah. Two hours, and, two hours and twenty six minutes. Well, hopefully you guys uh, have a long drive somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's listened to us over the last couple of weeks. We really do appreciate it. Um, you know, check us out on our social media. Our new and improved Twitter handle is at True Story Bro Pod. And there's nothing funny or special about any of the characters <laughs> inside. It's just uh, it's one at Billy. 
if you're still listening by this <laughs> point of the podcast. One yeah. at yeah. symbol. And if uh, so, that's where you can reach us on Twitter. If you want to reach us at our email, it is true story bro pod at gmail.com. Feel free to go ahead and send us an email. We'll get back to you on there. You had to look that up on your phone to read that? Yeah. Just to make sure I get it right. I don't want to be giving people the wrong email address. What if someone tries to email us a hundred times? What would you say? At Yahoo? You should know where we have it at. No. I mean. <laughs> Mike's hammered. No. You don't remember. <laughs> no, I'm not. Did you have the blue screen on too? The blue screen? Yeah, on your phone. What do you mean? Because it should look yellow. Like takes the blue tint out of your screen. Oh, yeah. Like the night mode? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I never have it on like that. Mode. Yeah. It's just so it's not as bright when I'm like laying in bed. Mike, Mikey had his tablet on like that. Mm-hmm. Shit looked like it was like it lost all of its color. It looked yeah like yeah yeah it's like pretty that. cool. It's weird. Like, it conserves your battery too a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, because so. it's bright. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry, we were gonna end the podcast, but that <laughs> was intriguing me. But well, thank you everybody for listening to episode four of the True Story Bro yeah, podcast. Check us back out on Podbean or iTunes. We're still trying to work on the Google Bot. It's becoming a pain in my ass. I can't figure it out. But I don't know how he's how it's gonna like supposed to recognize us. If anybody could out there that's listening understands Google Podcasts and that fucking bot, <laughs> please reach out to me or us on the email or Twitter and can you help me out? Yeah. We're 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 done with this shit. Yeah. We're we're dumb. We are published podcasters and we will not be defeated by a Google bot. And if you are Google bot and you're listening, Fuck you. Yeah, fuck I you. I don't care if I'm never on there again. Fuck you, Google Bots. Or ever. We never were on there. That's so it can't be on there again. Fast forward to next week. I'm sorry, Google Bot. <laughs> <laughs> Please put us on your pod. It was the Pink Whitney talking. It was the Pink Whitney. <laughs> but okay, everybody. My name's Mike. I'm Jeremy. And this has been the True Story Bro podcast. And we'll be back again next week. Stay classy, San Diego. No, do not stay classy. <laughs> everybody, I repeat, everyone. I do, got it in before not, you hit no. Everybody, do not stay classy. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. See you, bro.